Hello, good evening, and welcome to a better late than never edition of the uh, Cantina Emekis podcast. Uh, due to technical difficulties and uh, do more to, I'll say it, operator error than anything else, but we finally got on the air. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I know that Omar and some other folks have been waiting very patiently for this show to start, so we really do appreciate y'all's patience. Thank you guys very much uh, for joining us. We are live on YouTube, as we always are, Wednesday nights. So usually we try to do it around 9 p.m. Central. We're on at 10 p.m. Central this evening. Uh, happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. Hope everyone had a good week. Hope Santa was uh, very generous at everyone's households, including the folks that are listening to us and, of course, including the panel that we have on with us today. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, obviously, we'll be discussing the Liga Emekis final, which... Uh, lurid ending, which we'll get into at depth uh, here momentarily. We'll also talk about uh, 2016 and what has happened that transpired throughout the year, and then we'll we'll give our, our best predictions for what we expect to see in 2017. My name is John Jagu. I appreciate y'all for joining us tonight. Uh, we have on our panel this evening, we have uh, three Californians and two Texans, one via Philadelphia, but still a Texan nonetheless, so kind of a third coast, west coast, and east coast vibe on the show tonight. But first, let's go ahead and introduce the panel. We have with us in... Guido, did I finally get that right? It took me a year and a half. Well, you get it right on occasion. But yes, Escondido. Escondido, we have Daniel Preciado. Daniel, how are you this evening? Doing well, John, for the most part, fighting off a... Getting over a cold or trying to, but uh, but yeah, feeling good, man. Um, are uh, looking forward to the new season already. Happy to be here, and uh, hello to everyone. Well, happy to have you with us, uh, Daniel. I hope you're feeling better. Hope that was that uh, was. Did were your kids on the on the naughty list or were they on the nice list over the weekend? They were they were on the good list. Uh, they got a, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. That uh, frankly, I'm going to enjoy playing with also. Well, Santa obviously uh, had, had you in mind when he was uh, when he was delivering gifts. Yeah, I mean he so, he he, know, he knew how to just like how to get Dad to to want to play along. Well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad to hear that, uh, that 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 you were on the on on the nice list as well. It's uh, and and the wife got me a pair of boots. Uh, so so yeah, really, Christmas was good. Well, congratulations, congratulations on the pair of boots. Oh, yeah, were they snakeskin? Snakeskin ostrich. Ostrich, of course. Well, I mean, all right. Of course not. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or emu, maybe uh, like sable or something. You know, something really endangered. It's always good to have boots of endangered animals. Yep. <laughs> if only I could kill it myself. Over in in in, in and I want to get this right. I know we said it's, uh, that that there's. Kind of a arena. It, it's now South Los Angeles. Is that correct? South South LA. Because we're safer. We're yeah. a safer place now. Crime rates are down. I'll ask you my my weekly question was: uh, Did you have more drive-bys or Starbucks openings this week? No. Yeah, Starbucks. No, no drive-bys. Excellent. Well, glad to hear. With the Joel Aceves joins us from South Los Angeles. Joel, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Yon, and to fellow podcasters and and listeners. And were you were you uh, did, did Santa have you on on the naughty list or on the nice list or what? No, dude, I was in the nice list. 
You you I, say I that like we should all know that. Like like you're just, dude. Of course, I was on the nice list. Yeah, I yes, wasn't uh, totally convinced by that one. I did not get the lump of. I did not get the lump of coal. I this year I got. I you know, finally got some decent gifts. Really? Well, obviously, uh, you must have been on the very nice list then. So, so Santa was very generous at, uh, over at uh, at at, uh, at the Aceves Manor. Yes, that, that is correct. Glad to hear that. Away. Thank you. Glad to hear Thank that. You. I'm glad to hear that. So, you got something other than socks and underwear, I believe, is is is, is what you're trying to convey to us. Pajamas, dude. <laughs> well, that's right. Socks, underwear, and pajamas. Yeah, everyone always gets. <laughs> That's like the standard for everyone at Christmas. Yeah, after you pass a certain age, that's so. I don't even buy those things anymore. I just know I'm, I'm getting them on Christmas. As, so as you don't can... you don't wear socks, underwear, or pajamas ever? No, no, I don't buy them because I know I, I'm gonna get them at the end of the year. That's very true. That's very true. Well, glad to have you on, Joel, and I'm sure that you'll have. Uh, hopefully, we won't uh, devolve into another hour long. Chivas wonk conversation like we had last week. My head hurt. It was uh, it was uh, interesting to say the least, especially if you're a Chivas fan, I guess. So well, speaking but, uh, of I'm Chivas, sure we'll get into some. Yes. I just wanted to plug uh, Johnny's book really quick. So uh, Johnny Rico, who's been uh... <laughs> it's funny you play that because he's an Americanista, but uh, you know he published a book and uh, it's like a yearbook for. Covers the Mexican League, basically mm-hmm. from the last tournament up, up until the end of this one. So uh, if you have him on Twitter, give it a check. But I, I you know, I wrote a chapter there. It's on. Uh, In what chapter did you write? The only one I could write, which was the one about Chivas. So it was a bit difficult, but. <laughs> it was it I difficult met- because you had to be nice? You had to. Well, no, you know, I did not have to be nice, but I, I didn't want to be biased. I didn't want to, you know. Right. I, I wanted to be. I wanted to be pretty. Uh, you had to keep the self-loathing in check. Yes, that is correct, sir. I don't. Yeah. You had to keep the bile. You had to keep the bile down when you were writing. And the the president <laughs> made some good. Yeah, I understand. I understand. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> congratulations. Is this the first time you've been published in a in in book form? Yes, in book form. I've I've done that. No, actually, it's not. It's not. I had written about. Uh, it was for this for this uh, Manchester United uh, fan club, uh, Republic of Man- Mancunia. I forgot their name, and they they release. Um, they they do a book. They were doing a book as charity, like all the proceeds were going to. Um, some victims and you know I thought I thought that it was just like I, I did not take it serious when when they when they asked me I got offered to to write you know a couple words on Chicharo and and I thought it was just a blog and when I saw some of the writers they actually had <laughs> they had real writers right there you know from like World Soccer and and uh, and four four two and BBC and and because, you know, it was from England. So they, they were having uh, different writers profile all of their players. So I wrote a bunch of dumb stuff, and uh, I was surprised that they actually they actually put it on the book. <laughs> it, 
Yeah, I, I, you know what, John? I would have probably choked if I knew all these, all the that it was more serious than I thought. Ended up not. Sure. Well, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk. I don't want to interrupt, but we'll talk about choking here in a minute. Oh. <laughs> oh snap! Oh, 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 oh. Nice, nice layup right there. Thank you. Joining us out now is it Long Beach where you live, Juan? I was. I, I don't know if I found out specifically. Is that yeah, correct? Long, yeah, Long Beach. Long Beach, correct. So you're over by the by the port. Yeah, nearby. Well, I man, you know, every time I watch a movie, there's always you know they always have the big the big gunfights you know over at the port of Los Angeles. So you must, I mean, you must just just here. It sounds like a war zone. Yeah, dude, it is. Jolien is a South Los Angeles uh, uh, crew. You know, they come out here. Shooting, how, shooting how many practice. how many lethal weapons? How many lethal weapons end up you know in and the unusual suspects? We just go down the list of all these places that had all these gunfights <laughs> down down at the port. You know, down and down in Long Beach. So Juan Uribe joins us. Co- Coach Uribe, uh, how how are you? How are you? Did you have a good Christmas? It, it was good, John. It was uh, it was it was you know it was good for my kids. They 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 enjoyed it. They were Santa treated them well. So they were on the nice list as well. Yeah, except for the little one, she was she was bragging about being on the naughty list. <laughs> That's know. right. And, and, and did yeah. uh, did 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 she did she have a a, a, a come to Santa moment uh, like Christmas Eve or? Yeah, yeah, she. Uh, yeah, she, yeah. He, she laid out cookies for you know, and we had a, we had a, we have a little fireplace. We had to uh, turn it off. We don't want to have a Santa burning his uh, you know. His rear mm-hmm. when he's climbing through the chimney. His chestnuts. Yeah, his exactly. <laughs> his chestnuts. Now, now, when 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 they leave the cookies and and, and the uh, and and the drink for for Santa, do you do you suggest that? You know, Santa might want, might want a cold beer after leaving all those presents down there. So. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Santa got a fridge up in here, a little mini. You know, one of those little uh, those mini fridges. They're like a hundred bucks or. Uh, fully stocked. Know, yeah, fully stocked. It's not a bad deal. So no, you know, that's, that's, and then that we'll, sounds good. You know, when Santa's not here, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll use it. <laughs> I'll keep the beers cold. I'll keep it stocked. Yeah, well, I'm sure Santa probably, you know, dug into your little beer fridge there, and you know, he need to get the Donner and Blitzen some uh, for their long ride as well. So uh, we're glad to have you on as always. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, and a little bit about uh, some of the some of the tactical things that you saw since you are our coach, you are our our X's and O's guru, as it were. So you'll uh, we'll let you uh, dive into that. And of course, not last but not least, uh, we have with us out in Philadelphia uh, a Houstonian now living up in the city of brotherly love. Had a had I'm sure a good Christmas day, but probably a rough Christmas night. An Americanista, Ronnie, are you are you are you fully recovered? Or are you still? Uh, yeah, lingering, I mean, I'm still lingering, I'm lingering still sequelas of anger. <laughs> no, I, I was actually more pissed off. I was more pissed off when uh, when I got the tweet from the Federation that uh, they accepted that Gold's uh, booking or sent off was a uh, was erroneous. That that to me was just an insult. I was I was fucking pissed. It made you angry, I'm assuming. Yeah, <laughs> to, say, to say the least. To say the fucking least. 
Were you and, punch, and, and pu- punch, a, punch a hole in the wall angry? or? No, no. I didn't have any walls yeah. near me at the time. I probably would have. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that comment that Holy made, you know, on the Twitter feed or on the Twitter chats, you know, it was like after I posted that, he, he what, what did you say, Holy? That he's like, you know, surely by now the. Uh, oh, what, what did, yeah, what, what? It's about it's about you know, people always saying about about America always getting help from the refs, and and uh, you know I don't I don't say it so much I because I, I didn't see the the second leg, but but if it's true that they keep getting help, then they would have they would have had this in the bag, you know there would have been some controversial calls more in their favor, but it, it's. It's you know I I think it's something that it should be dropped already the whole the whole the revs uh, favor America. It should have it should have been dropped uh, back in the early nineties when until this day I don't know any other case in the in the Mexican league where a team requests uh, an official a referee from from another country and the Mexican league you know conceded and gave. You know Monterrey, uh, the uh, the ref from Costa Rica, and we got screwed royally. You know. So yeah. Just... Well, long story short, Ron, when I started watching soccer, that was that was the main belief. The whole America is always favored, and uh, it took me a while to realize they hadn't been champions in like ten years. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, they're getting favored. Uh, how, how come it not when it counts? Uh, and you know, and I'm saying this is a chivista, but I think just overall, you know, it, it, it's it's a. Uh... You know, you know, uh, I, you know, one of my uh, the present that I got, the one that I liked the most was actually my younger brother gave uh, that gave it to me. Uh, was the uh, Centennial uh, uh, book from America? It was that it's a two uh, two volume? And uh, and I was just you know reading it. I was uh, reading it uh, throughout the entire day, and and obviously it, you know it, it was talking about the time when it transferred from the uh, the owner of Jaritos, you know, whatever Basuda or whatever, how it went from him to his hands, and then he sold it to uh to the owners of what will become Televisa. And um, it, it how it happened was that you know Besudo, Besudo uh, the owner, the old owner had a meeting in some restaurant and he had all the players there and uh and he introduced you know uh Ascarga uh to the new team he said guys this is, this is your new uh boss now he owns the team so he goes in front of the guys and he tells them and it, it's a story that everybody knows but you know he's like guys look I don't know anything about football but I do know no I do know business and this is going to be a business you know having that mindset if America was really buying ref referees, people wouldn't be watching. I mean, granted, you know they they, they wanted a spectacle, so they know that they have to have a fair, you know, a fair uh, uh, playing field, you know. So, so like it, what Ronnie is saying is, when people didn't watch, that's when they did help America, right? When the no. ratings were low. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've never helped. They've never helped. Now you know what, guys. Now Jolie's uh he's not being uh, forthcoming with you know a lot of information. Uh you know now he's talking nice about America and and television. <laughs> now <laughs> well he hasn't disclosed is he's going to be starring 
next to uh, Talia in the next uh, Televisa novela, Mariala del Rancho. No, no. Televisa, you, you know what? I, I want to mention it right now because a, a lot of this stuff, a lot of this anti-Televisa sentiment happened, happened like in the 90s around the time uh, the Azteca came in. You know, they came into the picture and, and they started challenging, challenging, uh, you know, for, for coverage of, of league games and the national team. And, and that was one of their main narratives, even like Jose Ramon and, and a lot of the older guys, you know, uh, people bought into the whole thing about all the corruption and stuff like that. And, uh, and, well, hold on, hold on, Ron. But, but you know, say, and even if they did do bad, uh, they did a lot of good as well. So like they pretty much brought two World Cups. They're the they're the main reason Mexico hosted two World Cups, and they did it like in 20 years, in the span of 20 years. So they they do they did do a lot to help the growth of football in in uh, Mexican soccer. I I don't think uh, the league would be where it is right now if it wasn't for a lot of that. You know, a, a lot of the stuff Televisa was doing to help. But but now now uh, just real quick now we're gonna have four four televisoras uh, that are gonna be on open air. So uh, one of them is uh, Imagen TV, and uh, which it's interesting because they have they managed to sign Grupo Pachuca, which is some part of its own by Slim, and his Claro TV is they could be the fourth the fourth major network. To be on open air television, so uh, long. I'll, I'll, we'll go back to this. Uh, to this. Yeah, let's. Uh, back, back to you. Some things that we need to say <laughs> in, in regard to that. So but, you know the uh, the. Uh, go ahead. No, by all means. Uh, no, but the, you know what I mean. I, yes, they could have still won it in penalties. Yes, they would have held out for another minute. Sorry, guys, I'm getting sick. You know, I, I'm changing weather, you know, tends to happen. Got to wash your hands there. Got to wash your hands a lot, Ronnie, this time yeah. of year. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, let's let's face it. So, I mean, yeah, I understand all that, but the, the thing that, that really pissed me off the most was that after after they sent off, you know, Goldshu did nothing. You know, playing nine versus nine actually was beneficial, was more advantageous for, for, uh, for Tigres because, because obviously with, you know, with America playing with nine versus nine, obviously there's more passing lanes. And, you know, I, I, I think, you know, I've always said that I've never, been, I've never favored, I've never liked, you know, teams that defend a one, a one goal lead, you know, like if they, you know, for like more than, you know, 10, more than 10 minutes. And I think Lavolpe was. I think he was. I think he did well in in, in in managing the game, in that respects. That you know they there. It came like in around the last five minutes. That's when they didn't. That's when they didn't. They didn't. They didn't attack, and at that point, that's when they were trying to hold on to the lead. And I agreed with his his decision on doing that. But but for me, what really pissed me off was that with nine with nine players. It's like you're, you're not – you can't press. You, you can't pressure. Even if you're trying to bunker, you know, there's still a lot more passing lanes. And, and obviously it was just a matter of, of, of time. 
and, and unfortunately, you know, that's what happened. But, you know, the ref killed us. And, and, and I didn't, and I didn't think, I didn't even, I, you know, even Jose Ramon, who, you know, is obviously a huge anti-Americanista, he even, in fact, he even got in trouble for the, the, the choice of words he said uh, uh, regarding the ref. Which... Al infierno. Vete al infierno. Yeah, you guys are aware of what he said, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, he uh, said that the ref had Down syndrome. Yeah, which later he apologized for. Syndrome would have probably refereed the game better than than, than, than the ref that they had. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though, Ronnie? Uh, that's Belize's uh, fault that, that uh, America can't play, isn't able to to play when they have more, more space to attack because – you know, La Volpe, one of the things that he's been known for in the past was, uh, you know, the offensive, uh, you know, trying to keep possession of the ball and looking to create, looking to, uh, you know, he would, wasn't one of his mantras in the past that he'd rather win like 5-4 than lose, uh, you know, than, or lose 5-4 than win 1-0 or something like that. No, that was Reynoso. That's Reynoso. No, but, okay. Well, maybe that quote, yeah, but. La Volpe, his his style of play in the past was more offensive, more attacking, and now it's more like you said in the, you said last week uh, in the last podcast. He's looking to play the percentages now, and that's that's obviously uh, influenced by Pelaez. So I know you're saying that it favored Tigres. I, I I don't think I, I don't think I don't think they're playing percentages in in, in, in you know. You know, I made the comment where someone has been has, has accused La Volpe of, of of becoming a La Puentista. I, I say percentages as, as in, in the terms that, like, if you notice, like this this year, you know, La Volpe, La Volpe eh, Tuca reached the finals, and then in Copa Copa MX, the one that won was uh, Bucetich. You're you're seeing the old guard, you know, changing, changing. What do you call it to the new group of coaches that that play different. So what I'm right. saying is that they're playing their they're playing their percentages. It's like all right, La Volpe and, and even Tuca and, and these guys are saying, okay, look, I'm going to concede possession, or I'm going to play a certain way. More pragmatic, reactive. I, I think, well, you know what? Look, I have to. You know, you you know, you guys know that I was his biggest uh, uh, critic for a long time, for a long, long time. Uh, I was his biggest critic, but. You know, one of the things just that, for the that, folks that don't know, Ronnie, just very quickly for the folks that don't know, and I don't know how you managed to do this when you were at the stadium, but the minute Mexico lost to to Argentina in the, in the World Cup of two thousand six, not 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 three minutes after that, you had posted on Big Soccer Fracaso, so, 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 like, like thirty <laughs> songs. <laughs> we're at the stadium taking pictures, so so you must have. I mean, I've just I've always been curious on how you managed to pull that because we you know phones didn't have any release. Well, re- remember, remember, there was a bet, so I had to gloat. <laughs> there was a bet going on. Remember? Uh, I vaguely remembered, but uh, all right. So I had a be- I had a bet with somebody. So any anyhow, that's a long. That's neither here. Neither here. Well, neither see, I, I thought that La Volpe made him because of the fact that what you said that it was nine versus nine, and there were going to be passing lanes. The fact that that you're right that, that he couldn't really defend the lead as well. I thought, I, you know, it seemed to me like he made a he made a, a mistake in the sense that you know my last sub instead of putting in somebody defensive, especially and on top of the guy who put in, you know, a Wemis who hadn't played in a year, I would have put in. And I don't know if he was available now because I don't know he should have been red carded for what he did in that fight was uh, was Darwin, and just have someone on the wing and then if if they get the ball just have that dude break, 
because no one is going to catch up to him. You know, and 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 he, unlike the Ecuadorian guy, what's that guy's name? Uh, yeah, yeah. Which one? Not? Man. Man, he he had that he had that game won like four times. Yeah, yeah. He just he just whatever. Uh, uh, uh. Every well, decision he made was well, the wrong one. Right? Well, the, even the even, even uh, uh, Peralta, Mr. PK, and obviously that open, you know, that open sitter. So I mean, I, I I totally I totally get that. But the thing about but the thing yeah. about it is, I still keep going back to the officiating. It's 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 brutal. It is brutal, and uh, you know, and and we we keep going back to the fact that it's it's brutal for for everybody, not just America and. But I can't. But it's, I. Can't. It's, it's part of the game, and you just have to overcome I, it. And they almost did. They, they almost I, I, I understand that, John. But I, but I keep going. I keep going back to this. And 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 if it's true in baseball, I guarantee you, it's true in soccer. And because they, you know, because they've already did studies. And and, and I'll let me try to find if I can upload the 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 thing that the, the study that they did on, on umpires favoring home home field advantage or you know uh, uh, the ref, you know, the home field. Hey, the, the thing no, uh, I, I, Martin, Ronnie, I mean, I'm sorry, Ronnie. Ronnie, yeah. Was it uh, Arroyo? The, who who did the the studs up challenge on uh, Hector Ayala? That I can't remember Arroyo. anymore. It was Arroyo. It was Arroyo, right? So that was a red card worthy occasion there. So, but but, but here, but you know, thing, if, like if, even even from the first, if, if, hold now, on, now, from, now, hold on, it didn't happen to America, so it, you know it's the severity no, no. is so, much. So what, what, what I'm yeah, saying but is, running, if, yeah. if if Arroyo gets sent off there, that changes the game completely. Maybe you know, maybe uh, you know, La Volpe sits back and and absorbs pressure, but they were already doing that before. Okay, well, I'm saying Guignac Guignac should have been sent off for what? For what? Well, yeah, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna no, well, yeah, but other than that, the little, the little, uh, La Volpe, little then La Volpe should have been sent off for talking to Gignac. He's, but he's not the one. He's not the one that started talking shit to to, to Gignac. Gignac is the one that basically confronted him. No, oh I was God, not. a player La, spoke to a coach on the field. Oh my God, you no, got to get him a red card. That's a red card every time. Wasn't La Volpe saying at the at, at, in that moment? He told him, "Hey, I, you know, I can't believe you're you're okay. You know." Like it's a miracle. No, but it was a trying, trying, trying to, you know, what he was trying to do is get in his head, maybe get in the uh, his head, kind of play a little with their uh, their desperation, you know. So I mean, it's yeah. but it's even, part of the even, game. No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, even you know, Gignac should have been gone, and like, and I and I made it, and I made the point. But back. but again, what 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 did Gignac do to, in order to frame for him? Did he throw well, a punch? Did he? Well, did he? Did he grab? Did he headbutt La Volpe while they were talking? I mean, what did he do? If you're going, if, if you're going, if you're going to what do you call it? Uh, if you're going to uh, uh, book Sambu for talking back to the ref, you know, it, but it doesn't matter. And the, and the thing about it is, you're proving my I point. Understand. He, you're proving I my point. If, if you're going to hold grudges, then that that's it's proof. That's proof. I mean, the proof is right there that you know these guys aren't professional. If the fishing crews are not professional, if they're willing to hold grudges, if they're going to hold grudges, and I said this, and I said this a million times, and 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 I've and I've and I've heard these things when I used to go to the games, and I could hear them down there on the pitch. Hey, Ronnie, can I tell you a secret? Cardoso, Cardoso could say anything to the refs. Cardoso could say refs in every league do the same thing. But tell tell me another tell me another league where refs are are basically uh, stars after the fact. Where 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 they hold grudges and, and no no no, no, no stars right. after the oh man. any league that has a, that has a ref has the the retired referee to go was this a foul or not a foul every 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 
Howard like, Webb. What about that Howard Webb, the 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 the, the bald Italian guy? Hey, you know the Roberto MLS. Rossetti, <laughs> MLS. Dude, I can go down and list a, a bunch of refs, please. What's the name of that ref that gave uh, Mexico the penalty? Uh, man, I can't remember his name. Against uh, Panama in uh, 2015? No, 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 no. I'm talking like... We oh, talked uh, about, we... Scott Geiger. Yeah, Geiger, Geiger, Geiger. Yeah. I, I think it, a lot of leagues have like uh, star refs for one reason or another. Yeah, and dude, that is that is, again... They're not star. There's not Geiger's not a star ref. To the way I'm talking, it's like no, well, what I'm saying they is have it's... they have shows that they're on shows. They're on you know this and that and I mean they think they're part of a fucking you know spectacle. Well, not yet, dude. He hasn't retired. I'm sure Televisa's uh they do it. They do it. After even, even, the, yeah. the, the NFL, the NFL refs hold grudges. The NFL blows whistle on guy on guys' reputation more than more than what they actually do. I mean, it just it happens in every league, and that's what I mean. I mean, so how many how many yellow cards has Humble had in his career in Mexico? I, I have never counted. To be honest, I've never counted them. How many but, do you but, but I, I will many, say this. How many I will say this. I will say this. And this is I haven't checked. You know, I, I checked. I think this was prior to uh, the 2006 World Cup. Blanco had only had, Blanco had only had one uh, three three uh, sent uh, a red cards at that time sent off like you know direct, right? You know what I mean. Sambu's been yellow carded over a hundred times since he's been in Mexico. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, just as a point, John, to, rep- uh, I mean, it, it sucks, but he has a reputation. It doesn't. You know, and, and, and I think that the, the, that finally figured it out, dude. His his positive, you know, the pros aren't outweighing the cons for Sambu, and that's why they put him on the list of Transferibus. You know, he, he, he costs them games. Oh, absolutely, man. And that final, yeah. that that final, you know? I, look, all, all, I, all, all, I know is, all I know is that the last four, uh, the last four uh, playoffs against Tigres, against Pachuca, against Pumas, uh, and I forget the other one, you know, losing for basically, you know, where the official actually plays a hand in the result. Yeah, but the you official know, plays the hand in every that's, that's, no, no, And, and they were still up, like, one minute left in the, less than one minute left in the game, Ronnie. Yeah, but dude, at that time, you, you changed the momentum, dude. No, I mean, you, it, you, it, look you, at, you changed the momentum. The game, Ronnie? Look, look at the number of times that uh, – that uh, they, that they went to to that side of the field that Jurgen Dam was on, and look at the number of times he sent in across, even even before you, you the, changed the momentum, you changed no, the tactics. The tactics, the tactics. It was the same tactics the whole no, game. Running. Well, you're not. You're not you know what changed? Ten, me, ten, what, ten, nine, what changed? ten nine versus nine nine is going to change everything. Look, Ronnie, they were still going to Jurgen Dam on the right the whole game from the from the first whistle until the until the end of the game. They were looking for Jurgen Dam. If you look at the way America was defending is they were reducing the space on that side. So you had a, the, the other side with Aquino that had more space, but they weren't going to him as much. Now, to me, what really changed the game was when Damian Alvarez came in for Aquino because now uh, both wings were – they were more attacking for Pachuca, you know. And now Damian Alvarez was getting into the uh, – able to attack into the box and send in crosses or look for a pass uh, – that's what really changed uh, to me. Yeah, and, and, and another thing, you know, and another thing is uh, like, 
you know, the the whole Guzman talking shit to the players, you know, to you know during the penalty kicks. That's that. You know, I see, I seen, I seen where officials actually card for that. Hey, but um, well, I mean, the players have to adjust to to me. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're a player, you adjust to the way the, the ref the, is whistling. Yeah, if the ref, yeah. you know, if the ref is like letting a lot of contact fly, Ronnie, no, or no, no. a lot of a lot with of Guzman, with Guzman talking shit and, and, and trying to psych up the players. That's actually boys, that that, boys. that is that is an offense. That is an offense, and, and I've seen it booked, and I've seen it booked many times. They're special but, snowflakes. They're special but, snowflakes. They can't take it. No, but that's that's an offense that I've seen them that I've seen them uh, book. But here, this is this is what to me was was funny. He let it happen with Oribe in the first game. He let it happen in the first two spot kicks during the during the shootout, and then the fucking and this this also this is actually what pissed me off. At, in the last one, when Wemus took his spot kick, he didn't allow oh uh, uh he didn't allow uh, <clears throat> the goalkeeper. What's his name? Uh, what the fuck? His name slips my mind right now. Who Moy? Tortas. No, 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 no. Doritos. Uh, no, Guzman. No, Noel Guzman. He didn't allow uh, Noel Guzman to basically talk shit to Wemis the last one because he knew that it's like, oh shit. He knew the ref knew that he was in shit. That he, he did saw the look on Wemis's face. He didn't have to. No, no. <laughs> the ref is a All the Americanista players, they were shitting. The, they had they had no, that look on their face. Though every knew, single one knew. of them, dude. Every single one of those players. They. You, do you remember? Uh, do you remember that penalty Salcido, uh, Salcido took? I can't remember against it, who who it was against. It was against America in the the Copa MX uh, in the tournament, where Tortas went up to him, tried to intimidate him, and he was telling him, "Hey, put it right here, put it right here," and Salcido just ignored him. And then uh, when he took his shot, he put it right where Tortas told him to put it. I don't know if you remember that. No, nah, am I, I the only one? No, that's the uh, well, you know. But what I'm saying is, look at his reaction to to the intimidation or now, the the attempt. Now, Juan, that does not no, fit. No, that's not my narrative. point. My point. That's not my point. My point is that if he allowed, if he allowed it for three three penalty shots, but he he didn't allow it on the last ones because oh now it's fair play. Oh now you know he dude, again again it don't matter though, man. No, did he saw his face? It's like, dude, I don't even have to psych this guy. He's already psyched out. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about the referee. I'm talking about the hey, official. That's well, Ronnie, Ronnie, was he ref? Mm-hmm. Was he called? Was he making calls differently for either team, or was oh, he basically from the very get go, from the very first game? Remember, and, and I even <laughs> oh, made, and I even wait a minute, the first what the, the very first game there was a fucking rugby tackle that was outside the lines. You remember that? Not even an obstruction. Not even a, uh, that's on both sides. That's on both sides. That's happening. No, no. On both sides. This was actually the very first foul of the fucking game. Of the America first does the same thing. America does. No, the same. no, 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 no. The at, thing at that, that point, and I don't know if you've complained or talked about this yet, but the the complaint that you need to be making. There's been Gold's a lot game. of complaining. Gold's <laughs> getting. Sent, I'll, I'll agree with America on this side. Gold's getting sent off. Probably lost the game for him because he was their solid defender. That yeah. probably would have shut down Tigres throughout the whole match, and they would have won. But the even game. if he wasn't the solid defender. You reduce them to nine, and there's more spaces to attack. That or, means the defenders have to cover more ground. Someone else reduce Mickey. Reduce someone else. Reduce anyone else, but other than Goltz or another defender, and America would have won. Yeah. That mistake, huge. That mistake was huge. That was their defense because they started okay. bunkering after all these red cards. They started bunkering. Okay, well, but, but hey, here, here's this: Have you guys ever played rugby? All right, rugby fifteen and rugby sevens. Who, do you think do you think you'll be more tired playing fifteen or, or rugby sevens? Sevens. Why? 
because less oh, more open space and more running. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Ronnie, that is that is my that is my entire. Ronnie, yeah. La, Vol- La Volpe teams used to enjoy the space. They used to enjoy the attacking part of the game. Like as far as him as a coach, but as team, a manager you're talking of teams, about, you're, America, that's also the way tra- he's... America also traveled more. They also played more games. I mean, obviously, dude. Well, both teams it's were take, without. It, were were off for a while, right? Except no, for America, their club no, cup thing. Going, they and, went and they were jet lag or whatever. That's another checkbox on the uh, on the chart on the. <laughs> Is that we're, we're playing, we're playing <laughs> America excuse bingo, and I think Chiki's just won. No, what oh. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? What I'm, the thing is, the officiating has to get better. And I keep going back. They do not know how to officiate games when it's big games and big teams like America. They don't. Officials fucking go. They just can't do it. So what you're saying is uh, the final, the last final before this one where it was uh, Pachuca and Monterrey – the refs were much better because they were smaller teams. No, smaller no, markets. No, no, they 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 royally fucked them up. One of the biggest you know screw ups that I remember was uh was uh the one where Chiki Dracula uh, threw uh, uh sent off what was it like three players for who was it Monterrey I think against Toluca. But I'm not if I uh, uh, I think I think if I'm if I recall I think uh, Piojo was uh, coaching that team uh, for Monterrey at the time. No, I've, I've seen some major screw-ups. I've seen some major screw-ups, but I have never seen them. I've never seen them the way they screw up with when, when, when it's with America. Never. <laughs> it's a special Christmas edition. Is, that, is it the same? Is it the same? Uh, same guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Ronnie, I, 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 I'd, I'd like to feel for you, but I just, I just can't. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's a part of the, and it's a part of the game, and it, it happens in every league. It happens in every league. Okay, Samudio. I mean, we get screwed over. You know, like Samudio's uh, penalty, where you know after the game, he, he, he shows where the ball hits him. Clearly, not you know hand, handball, but it's like it's the same shit. It seems like it's the same shit. Fucking refs cannot call games, important games, because they're just not up to it. They're not up to the. They're not up to the you know the pressure. Pressure of calling games, of officiating. What are you, you talking think, about? You think uh, Chiki Dracula should come back then? <laughs> What's that? Chiqui Dracula. What's the name? Chiqui Marco? You know, um, you know what? I, I was following him during the game. Chiqui Marco was, was, was the referee. That was, the game would have ended three on three. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, He was saying uh, Arroyo should have gotten a red. He was, uh, there was a foul, I think, who was it, on Sambuesa that he says that should have been a penalty. Uh, so the, the way he saw the game was that the ref was bad for both teams. And that they both got they both got away with calls. They both got calls they they didn't they didn't deserve in but their the favor. One, but the one that is inexcusable was the Golds because it, because if you actually watch the replay and they actually broke it down, he 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 the 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 the, the fourth official and the main official were very were close by to, with him. You know what? Uh, uh, during that interaction, I saw the fourth official kind of 
uh, signaling him out. So maybe, you know, it's possible they missed the, they missed the, they blew the call. It should have been a different player. Been very passive aggressive when he was breaking up the, uh, and there, there's another, and, 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 and making, and, you know, and we don't, we don't, we don't know that. I mean, he may have been well, we, we we breaking up. John, this John, idiot referee John, don't know what the F he's doing, blah, blah, blah. Hey, ref, you know, John, mama John, and sister or whatever. John, we do well, know. He's breaking people, he's breaking up the fight. John, we do know. The ref, the, the very next day, and this is what pissed me off, the, fe- the Federation accepts culpability that, that he was sent off erroneously. Oh, because Ventura, Ventura like I said has... earlier, sometimes, sometimes the uh, the home team has to lose just to make the TV more interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding around. Of course, you know, Ronnie. Obviously, it was, but again, I mean, America was still one minute away from 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 <clears throat> from getting it. And to me, the, I always thought that in addition to. What uh, what Juan said about the cheating Dina coming in, and frankly, I mean, I mean seriously, the fact the fact that that guy can still play that way, obviously, only for like half an hour. Check this out. So look, this is I, I found his tweets again. Uh, Arroyo debió debió ser expulsado por la entrada de juego brusco grave, and then here's another play moments later. Arroyo se se le cruzan los cables y el árbitro Rojas le perdona la expulsión de manera inexpl- inexplicable. And then here's the last one. Sambuesa en la desesperación comete falta dentro del área penal y no se sanciona penalty. So this is Chica Marco who, who's uh, notorious for for giving red cards and and kind of being more biased towards uh, uh, favoring America usually. From what no I way, no way. And uh, he's basically saying uh, half of the calls being made or not being made are, are bad for both teams. Uh, in this case, he's pointing in, in this these three calls. He pointed out the you know, that they're, that cause they should have favored, uh, uh, Tigres. But, uh, in other situations, he's all like, uh, uh, that they're in favor of America. So, so he was, uh, I mean, I know he's got the reputation for being the, the star, but I think he, you know, according to him, he would have managed it better. And, but the ref was bad for both teams. I know you don't want to admit it, Ronnie, because, uh, I got that excuse list up here. So, did you think the weather did not favor America so, as well? Uh, who was the guy that Tigres was was uh, red carded during the fight? Rivas. Alvarez got him. And why, and why weren't uh, Darwin and Oribe and they were thrown off? They were. Uh, you know, why, why, why weren't they red? Yeah, but, they, but they, they can still be red carded even if they're off because that'll suspend them for the next game. Dude, Aquino and Oribe, they were both throwing punches. I think at each other. Yeah, I mean they're going to be suspended, right? They should be. No. no well, see, he, here's the, the way I see it. Here's the, the way I see the it. list already came out. They're not suspended. The ones that are suspended is Ventura and and Rivas and and Golds was uh his 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 uh, he he's allowed to play the next game, you know, because they accepted oh, that. How sweet. No, Darwin Quintero we jumped on the field, the- right? Darwin Quintero, Darwin Quintero jumped on the field to attack Guignac, if I remember correctly. He was actually on the field yeah, in Guignac's And then face, please so. ex- explain to us again why you think Guignac should have been red carded. Well, for <laughs> one, for one, because he also was arguing pretty intensely. And there's another guy, the Argentinian guy uh, with short and bust hair. What's his name? Um, Sosa? No, 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 no. Oh, fuck, what's his goddamn name? Oh, Pizarro. Pizarro. Yeah, Pizarro. That, that guy was bitching more at the ref than Sambu. 
And that guy's he, that guy's a hothead, dude. But no one got red carded yeah, for carded at all for for whining to the ref. He also didn't. He also didn't didn't smack a ref. I mean, no. I'm just saying is that guy that guy you know out of all of them out of all of them. Uh, beside all that dude, man, he's a fucking hothead, dude. Always fucking bitching at the goddamn refs. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I, and, and I, and I know this is because I kept saying, dude, when the fuck are they going to card him? When are they going to card him? Because I know that if Sambu did that, you know, for the, the amount of time that he was, fuck, dude, Sambu would have already gotten the red card the first, the, the first game. But, but no. No, that's, that's mute. That's a moot point though, because, uh, neither team got red carded for talking smack to the ref. No, Sambu, that's how he got Sambu got his first booking because of that. Actually, Pizarro, I think he got but, a I mean, yellow again, for protesting. If Sambu knows he's getting booked for that, then why would he do it? Because you're still some... it's going to provoke is it's going to provoke a yellow card. Look, I know, I know what the what the letter what the letter of the law, but I mean, come on, you have to you have to think how these guys think. Hey, hundred a uh, hundred yellow cards has been played in Mexico. A hundred. Pizarro, I think he did get a yellow card for protesting. I have to look it up now. Yeah, I believe he did. He he did get a yellow card for something. Anyway, yeah, towards, towards started, the end, La Volpe started it with whatever calm smack. La Volpe didn't start it, dude. Yeah, he he said something, and uh, Gignac went to him to get in his face, and then. So uh, what happened? It ended up if 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 La Volpe didn't fact start it, and it, it totally blew up in his face with with. If he didn't, oh. he didn't start it, then Darwin started it. Oh, why are you blaming it on him? Because he's the one, he's the one that came out and pushed Gignac to protect, protect La Volpe. Gignac wasn't threatening or doing anything. He just went up and was talking calmly to La Volpe, who was probably saying they were probably both saying like some pretty mean stuff. Very civilized discourse. There was there was a foul. There was a, <laughs> there was a foul right by the box where La Volpe, where Gignac was, uh, you know. So I think it was an arroyo. That foul was an arroyo. Exactly. So obviously he's like he was basically pleading with the official, hey, you know, about Guignac. And Guignac took offense and he said something and La Volpe said something. So it's not like it's not like he was obviously he's gonna he's gonna look out for the, so, the, the interest. Uh, again, explain to me again why Guignac should have been red carded that? No, not not red carded directly. What I'm saying is through the accumulation of him fucking talking smack to the damn refs, you know, just like Sambu. Just like Sambu. I mean and that's one of the things that always pissed me off. How you know, uh, uh, you know, like Anugo Sanchez or Cuauhtémoc Blanco, they they look at the ref a, a funny way. They get booked, but you know, Cardoso he could he could you know insult the dude's mother. If I were Qual's coach and he'd tell me that, I said, "Well, don't look at the ref like that if he's going to book you." <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, these fuckers, dude. I oh. mean, I'm I'm see Brian and 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 that's that's been Sambu's biggest problem with America. Yeah, he's a. You know, I watch him play, and he and he the way that I think you said it uh, best last year. We said said that he hides the ball better than anybody he does in the guy Max. I mean, the dude is a, it is incredible how he doesn't show any of the ball. He's just a terrific. But hey, Ronnie, he has, this, he has this terrible reputation, and he can't shake it, and he only and he only exacerbates it it's, 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 instead of. Wait, getting wait, the message, so you know what? Hang on, hang on. You just see exa- exacerbates it. Oh, sorry. Uh, and it, and it, instead of getting the message, and he has to, you know, maybe play a little more 
you know, not, 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 not bitch as much and, you know, maybe, maybe tone down a little of the, of the, of the meter la puerta, you know, the, la, la pierna and all that. I guess, you know, true to his style, he kept playing the way he was playing and, you know, maybe that, but ultimately ends up being, I mean, how many, how many huge games has, uh, has, has Sambu cost America because he got a second yellow or red or whatever it was? About three or four that are off the top of my head. Exactly. I mean, and, and 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 that's why they had to put. I mean, I, I mean, again, you know, his 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 ball skills are true. You know, that said, also you have to be a genius to get away with stuff like that. Well, guess what? He's not a genius. You know, he's he's, he's not. Maybe it's time for him to go. But well, it is well, he's already gone. I think. Chaplas. Chaplas. So now he's going from Televisa to Azteca. How interesting. Uh, hold on, is it a done deal with him, Guanatlas? Fits done deal. <clears throat> And of course, you don't want to read any any news today, anyway. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah, and speaking of that though, like whenever I saw that ESPN article about uh, the game being replayed, I thought, man, that's that's fake because that's a, that was, it was a just it was a just result. Tigres deserved it, even with all the referee drama. And I agree, the ref was doing did a bad mistakes in that uh, in the fight. I, I I really hate the, you know today, like you know, reading the paper. That's why I don't read it. I think it's stupid. They just make up shit. But the th- but the thing about it, and I made the comment, I made it, I tweeted in, the, in our chat. It's like they're always making up shit, anyhow. You know, it's like what they, it's what they do best. They just go on fishing expeditions and write shit and see what sticks. It's clickbait stuff. Yep. Yeah. So it's like Jesus. I like now. Chicharito sería Um, one thing I'm not sure because I don't really know, remember what time I read it. I don't remember if it was like yesterday, like or after after midnight, but. I don't know if I read it today or yesterday. I'm trying to remember uh, something about uh, Atlético de Madrid uh, wanting to open up a franchise in Mexico. No, was that today you saw it today. Okay, all right, never mind. All right, so so it wasn't yesterday. All right, well, all right. I kind of I kind of thought that's like all right, Jesus. Christ. Well, see, I saw one today, and it's like it's like it's like you know I I don't know if I should because it actually came from from Pumas itself said that they their other uh, defender Goalcoba. Is like really? So I'm not sure if that actually happened or not. Hopefully that was like. Well, Ronnie, do you have it all out of your system, or do you have or do you have one final rant? No, it's gone. Yeah. Now, now that's all. Are you gonna go go throw up, or are you are you all right? No, I'm good. All right, all right. Well, good. Well. Glad we we were able to uh, on that. Let's see. Uh, Christian Farias on the chat says that's sour grapes. Refs should ref a game differently because America is in it. Special treatment for them. So there you have it. Uh, comments from our audience, which of course the uh, you know the, the chat is open on the YouTube. So please feel free to drop a line. Uh, we do we do have. Some people watching right now, so uh, thank you, gentlemen. Do you guys have anything else uh, else to add, or has has, has uh, Ronnie just uh, uh, his 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 fill in? And well, hold on, let me ask you as 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 an independent watching the game, at from America the way they lost, or or were you happy for Tuca that he was going to get to shave his mustache again? Yeah, I was happy for Tuca. He's he's been uh, you know. I believe it was, it was his 1,000th game. Isn't that incredible? Coach. That again, he's 
And uh, you mentioned it before. He's never been sacked. Uh, you know, he's a, I think he's a great example of how to coach in Liga MX. <laughs> he's had a long, prosperous career. And, uh, you know, not that I want things to go badly for Osorio, but I would really, really love it if Duca got to coach Mexico and Russia. I was just gonna go there, John. Not, 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 not to jinx the Colombian, but uh, Duca has to be the front runner right now. I know we were talking about, you know, because you had Piojo who was doing really good up until the Liga, and there was already talk. But, but I would say if, if you know, if it comes to a point where, and we have very erratic. Erratic uh, directivos who will you, you could be doing okay job and they'll still sack you and we've seen it with you know we saw it with La Puente he had won a cup he had won a cup with Mexico first right. ever FIFA tournament and they still sacked him, you know uh, Osorio hasn't won anything for Mexico so he, even if he's he's doing you know even if he, he could be undefeated in the hex and they could still fire him. Happened with uh, Bora. He was undefeated. In the, I don't know if he was undefeated, but he had not lost any important games. He was already qualified, if I'm not mistaken, to the World Cup. And they still sacked him. So, so you know, I, it's good to know that the backup, we have a good backup should he choose to. Yeah, to and the job. players love him. The players love him. You know, he was there. He had him for a week, and they all just adored him. Yeah. So that's that's a positive right there. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it, it helps out when you come in there and talk to the guys in the group and say, "All right, guys, how do you want to play?" You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, getting their input is always a plus. Yeah, you know, what run, especially with a group that's been together as long as as this Mexican squad has been. Because he wouldn't have done that if it was like an under-23 side or just a younger younger team. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative <laughs> alternatives. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, so the league starts what in like two, like next week, or, or I guess not again, but the following weekend. That is insane. So, so, so Tigres and America have a vacation and a one-week training camp, while the other guys have been have been you know off going on two months. It, when does the window close for their signings or for them to sign or transfer players? Or does uh, it does officially? It, yeah, officially, I guess. Or they got until uh, January thirty first. Okay, so we could still see we could still see Aquino or Duenas or 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 anybody else moving, right? You know, if if I were America, you know what move I would make to uh, bring in somebody, you know, alguien de renombre who uh, the uh, the instant figura. You know who I would bring in? I would, I would, I would bring in Giovanni. That's that's what I was thinking that you might say that. Giovanni, huh? And let Unknown? him play. Yeah, let him play for you know half the season. 
half, but I mean of the full clausura, and then you go to MLS in July. I I, I wouldn't go with Giovanni. What about uh Giovanni and, and Landon Donovan? They had a bromance uh, that was blooming. No, because if Giovanni goes back to New York, uh, to Mexico City, he's going to be too tired, you know, trying to chase down uh, Belinda. <laughs> He's in the. Uh, Somebody dropped the book. No, you, you're saying you wouldn't want Gio if, if that was an option. You would not take it. No, I'll take it. I'll take it. He's in Cancun right now. According to Medio Tiempo. Oh, uh, yeah? Wait, wait. Is that, did you read that today? Beto? Yeah, just an hour ago. <laughs> I posted that he was in Cancun for a uh, holiday, I guess. All right, so he's nowhere near. He, he, he goes to Cancun a lot, actually. Hmm. He's not training at Atlanta or anything like that. Yeah, he's just partying. You know, a, a town that is that is in desperate need of a nice thirty-five thousand seat stadium. They're in the zona hotelera, just to. Chicharitos in Guadalajara. Without his lady, what's what, what, Joel? What's uh, what's going on with that? Oh man, you you and Chicha tight. Not the farandula, um, <laughs> farandula <laughs> section with with Jolie. Uh, no idea, man. I am honestly no idea. I had heard he was having uh one of his one of his one of his family members had been sick. So that might be part of it. Like, like immediate family? Yes, that uh, I could have been his. It could have been his grandfather, because his family lives with him in Europe. At least last I heard, you know, his sister is, his mom is. Someone has someone has to cook all that heroin, man. Is it not going to cook itself? And uh, <laughs> yeah, so they were saying he had been traveling back and forth between Germany and Spain, and I was saying that could have been one of the distractions for. Why he hasn't been on point? Well, so his his girl his girl lives in Spain, right? She's the the reporter. Was her I name? I was asking, is that is that still happening for him, or is uh, or is it over? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I know she to... had. I know she had gone to Germany, and I think they had hired her. Um, but I don't. You know, I'm not too worried about those things, Yon. I'm, I'm sure Chicharito. Well, the only reason I ask is, is, it, is it, like you said, it, uh, you know, it, uh, you know, this is we, we, we finally, you know, it looks like we may have found like, some, some kryptonite for him because you know he's been such a true professional and all the stuff that he's done that you know, is it the lady or his family that's it, or, or, or a combination of both? I mean, maybe. The, that there are more things to to life than, you know, who knows what's happening with him. Hopefully, he'll uh, he'll. He'll get it turned around because we all know what a professional he is, so he should have no well, problem doing that. Well, the team as a whole hasn't been as good as they were in a previous season, so that an yeah, opportunity. I think that they that they they saw the Champions League this year as an opportunity. The at least around sixteen, so they really concentrated their efforts on that, and then the league was for 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 bringing some other players in. Etc. As opposed to last year, where they really wanted to get the Champions League again, so they really concentrated on the league, even in the first part of it, thinking that they wouldn't have a chance in, the, in, in their group in their group because of who they were playing, uh, qualifying uh, in the round of sixteen. But they did have a chance there at the end. 
Uh, but mm. you're right, though. They, they certainly have been playing. You know, of course, you know, we're all, you know, Leverkusen experts since uh, it's probably, I'm guessing, out of watching any Bundesliga game, it was just probably going to be a Leverkusen game. So, um, somewhat over the past couple of years. 17 is coming up. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, is there any other any other big takeaways from from 2016 for you uh, for you, Albert? Uh, yeah, I like this one right here. Gente me dice el tortas. Espérame, yo no entiendo, cabrón. La neta ni me gustan las tortas. If play the second part of that clip, you should wear el, el, el tortas with like a badge of honor. Say something I'm giving up on you. So, some context there for some of our listeners would, would be nice. Okay, apparently that was a video of Moises Munoz uh, wondering why people call him tortas. <laughs> I mean, he it doesn't matter what he likes to eat or doesn't like to eat. I was actually arguing with my wife on this, but... Uh, <laughs> He didn't understand it either, but I was like, if we could call him Doritos, like what has been called already, or any type of food, the, the joke is still there. <laughs> it doesn't matter what he likes. We've been calling him Doritos for 10 years. Yeah. Had he not done a commercial, though, of Doritos? Yeah, that's what we call him, Doritos. Yeah, yeah. Because right. he was the one that uh, the ate, because they were playing with the, the, the chip was so, <laughs> so, was so crisp, but they could play soccer with it. And then at the end, instead of playing soccer, he eats it. You know, that's why he was... Yeah, I mean that's so he was he's fit though, man. To, to his credit, he is fit. He just has one of those body types. It's sort of like uh, Yenny, and he also speaks perfect English. So you know he, uh, you know the uh, wouldn't surprise he, me at all to see him play the hey, one. Hey, hey Beto, didn't he show off his, his six pack? Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, so he's got <laughs> six pack. Check out his Instagram. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of that though, John, he uh, he on uh, Univision, one of the pregame shows, he he's actually a really good. Uh, like a uh, commentator. He he did the goal that he scored with the head. Right. And he he's really good. He could he could probably take over like Pedro and all those the, all their jobs, man. Uh, Speaking of Pedro, well, I mean, he isn't he retiring? About they have like 18 announcers. Isn't Bermuda's retiring? No, is he? No, I think well, I don't know. I think I heard something about that. I don't know how true it is. You know, because I mean, Univision has like eight sets of announcers now that 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 that, uh, that call games for yeah, some reason. I don't like that. Yeah, well, yeah, and and, and that's going to be odd because they lost the World Cup. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do with all those goddamn channels they have? You know, I, I will say this. Um, yeah, no kidding. Well, they still have Liga Mekis, but the uh, when you listen to if, if you're like you having to drive in the car during a World Cup game and, and you have to listen to it on the radio, the football that be better broadcasts are fan. Very unbelievably entertaining. I don't know if they're doing it from the. I'm sure they do some from the stadium, some from the studio. But there's like ten guys on the call, uh, and it's it's really, really, really good. For, for the World Cup, they do do it from the stadium. No, no, but they'll have they'll have. Uh, I actually ran into one of them. It's a Mexican dude. I forgot his name. <laughs> I used to see him all the time at uh at the Home Depot Center and. Uh, he was surprised to see me there, you know, and and but yeah, he was working with with um Andres Cantor, 
But yeah, they a, do have. Ha- ha- <coughs> well, anyway, the uh, it, it reminds me of that. Remember in, in Naked Gun when they're doing the, the the very beginning of the baseball scene and they have all the announcers. Hey, it's Kurt Gowdy. Oh, just that's not the same scene, is like, it? No, no, that's that's a different movie. That's a different movie. All right, but uh, yeah. But you're right, though. They're, they're, they do, or, or Ronnie, they do have a lot of announcers, and they're gonna not have as much content as they usually had for months uh, coming up. Coming up. Well, Hoad, what was your what was your takeaway from 2016? Uh, it has to be. It has to be uh, the the Siete Cero, and and then we have the Chivas. Breaking the piggy bank, paying, paying these really high prices for players that are have yet to be consolidated in Liga MX. Do you uh, do you think Joel that the, that the loans are going to come due, and it may not be as good a situation for Chivas as people? Uh, you know, we've talked about this before. It might come to the point where Slim would just buy the, would just buy the team, you know. Buy the you know team and buy the debt. That's a, well. He owns the stadium debt because he's the one that financed it, right? Or he bought it. Where was it? Uh, I knew he financed it, and I knew he had to help pay off some of the debt. I don't know if the stadium is completely paid off because there's very little information on on that. So ultimately, uh, Joel, could, could that be a, a possible uh, a prediction for you in 2017? Yeah, yeah, I've seen, uh, we've seen it before. You know, teams in Liga MX constantly, constantly are changing owners. You know. Well, let me ask you this question, Joel. As an, uh, as a Chivas fan, what happens first? Does uh, the slim by the team, or does or does Chivas win another title? Oh, snap! I, you know what? <laughs> I, I think we could win. I think we could win a league title. It's it's uh, you know the the teams aren't that far off from each other, and then you have like you were mentioning right now uh, because of the way the league is structured. Some of the teams that, that get the furthest, they have the least time to, you know, to, to rest for when the league starts again. And uh, you have teams like Monterrey that they reached the final the previous season and then they couldn't even qualify, you know. And, and uh, they like to call it campionitis, but it's it's just bad. It's just bad can- calendar planification. Uh so, right. so that opens yeah. that opens a window for some of the teams, some good teams to to be eliminated or or just to have a harder time, and and it allows other teams to sneak in and and uh, and win it. Man, I don't know if I've ever heard you this bullish on 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 Chivas. What? <laughs> what do you mean bullish? I don't, I don't. Bullish. I mean, you're that you're 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 expecting good things from them. Well, I mean, the squad, it, it's been a good squad. And, and uh, even though Juwan likes to play it down, 
a lot of these players already made it to the semifinals when when Chepo was at the helm. You know. No, no, we're not. We're not getting into this. I'll just. I'm just gonna end the call. I'll just do this. I'll do this. <laughs> That was just one game, you know. That was just one game from being in we'll, the finals. So we'll, that, we'll, that's why I'm bringing it up. And, we'll and put this, it in the record that we'll put it in the record. But, Man, but you we, know, we can't we we can't devolve into another into another hour and a half. Okay, Chivas it, it won't it won't wonk, wonk talk. Yeah, in the previous one, I think they had the advantage just because you know a lot of the stuff you guys discussed earlier about home teams having having an advantage as well. They should uh, not just home field, but also with the coach. I mean, not the coach, the referee, and and that was a fracaso uh, losing to America at home. But you know, she was gonna got in further. I, I think they. So I think yeah, I think the cards are in order for that team to do it. Well, all right. Well, uh, we will. Lo vamos a apuntar. Remember, this has been recorded, so you know I can I can always use this against you later. <laughs> As we always threaten Fernando with the same, with the same, uh, the same, the same threats when he when he actually says something nice about something that he usually spends ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time trash. Hey, uh, John. Yes, Juan. Please tell me, tell me your 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 takeaway from twenty sixteen. What what sticks out most in your mind? You know, well, you know, I was just reviewing right now uh, the Chivas squad and and their signings, oh their transfers. No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Check this out. So, they uh, this past summer they signed Alan Pulido, uh, Alejandro Sendejas. That's the kid from FC Dallas. I think they got him for half a million. Uh, Gallito Vasquez, uh, Avion Calderon, Edwin Hernandez. Of those five signings, uh, Pulido and Hernandez, uh, they became basically starters. Ed, you know, Elaris, uh, Edwin Hernandez basically he's, he, he. So he, th- this is your takeaway from 2016. Oh, what's oh. the name Hernandez? He's a left back. He was. Yeah, they they he was they brought him in from Leon. No, so, no, but didn't they bring him back? Like he's been with the team a while now. Don't you boys have enough Chivas chat and secret? You guys can hash all this stuff out. Uh, You're gonna have to give me like, like, like a five minute, like a five minute, just a full on. Just we we let Ronnie. Let it out a little tonight with his, uh, with 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 his with his very painful yeah, loss. He, he well, he, he came in twenty fifteen. He he came in twenty fifteen. Full, full disclosure, uh, we have two Chivas channels. Uh, one is more of the banter with with the whole everybody in the podcast and a few friends, and then we have a secret Chivas channel with it's basically I think it's Jolie, myself, and well, uh, you have to tell us. It's going to be a secret if you, if you tell us who's Wait, you know, it's a secret, but, it, you know, I mean, come right, on. We're not, right. There's no – but you know what, John, for me, the the this this, this year, the takeaway – you know how they say uh, that America not winning uh, in their centenario, <laughs> that it's a fracaso. To me, it's not, it's not – the, the final is not a fracaso because they did get there uh, even though they, they changed managers uh, midway through. Um, they mostly kept their their system of play, you know, the way they play, their tag, their approach to the game, their philosophy. Uh, now, to me, what what does make it as a fracaso is that they had the they had that uh, the 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 whole debacle with the logo, 
where they they basically plagiarized the the United States Air Force uh, uh, logo. <laughs> they did, and, and then and then they went they went and then they uh, they plagiarized the uh, Sevillas. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so they plagiarized the the the, the you know the anthem. Uh, you know, so those two things, and then and then pile on on top of uh, you know pile on uh, Nacho Ambriz's uh, meltdown at the press conference, which to me is the reason he, the reason he got fired is he he got you know he got rustled. Uh, Pelais recently he got rustled. He was saying he got attacked, and he's he's you know I haven't seen Ronnie say anything about let's give him tres his muscle, uh, you know, but I'm expecting him to since that's his philosophy. Uh, and so, I mean, to me, that's why he didn't, he didn't say anything. The, the press actually said, uh, sorry. No, no, he, he had a back So that's your takeaway from the press is the side. No, Watching no, America's no. misery. He, he, didn't he, there's a, there's, it was all over Twitter. He was complaining about Vergara and about Higuera and, and, you know, going back and forth with them. Whoa, were basically, whoa, whoa, whoa. He wasn't complaining. Uh, it was, uh, the, someone had mentioned the tweet. You. Someone had mentioned the tweet about a, what's his name? Uh, the dude from Chivas, the and the guy goes, what? Well, I don't even know his name. What is it that? El Gato de Vergara or La Gata de Vergara or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he sounds really rustled running. No, he, just, he was just saying like that. That's like, that guy's beneath me. And, 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 and he's right. And he's right. He doesn't need to be wasting his time with a guy that hasn't even been to. Like, how many finals has Pelais been to already? Well, exactly. So, to me, the way Pelais is reacting... You know this, this it, uh, the aftermath of this final and all the criticism he got. To me, it shows that there, you know, things aren't well in Coapa. So I think, things I think, uh, I think, I think their centenario was a fracaso, not because of the the, the it stuff doesn't matter. Dude, wise. Centenarios don't mean shit, dude. No, no, hold on. I'm gonna have to, have to have agree with what you want there. I think there might be something there with with uh, you know, Pelayas usually is more more calm, cool, and collected. And, and Dude, he, did, he, he had, obviously no, no. It's not that he was Russell, but he was pissed off about about getting you know players sent off. No, no, no. For for the for the comment with with the Higuera comment, uh, and he was saying how it was disrespectful. But then he's he's then he called about the lagatas. Yeah, he's hurling his own insults, and uh, who knows, man? There might be no. But but what well, happened? The, what it, happened it was the next it, day. What happened the next day? What did Chivas uh, president say? Well, well you get up, man. But but you get us an Americanista, dude. <laughs> no, and, and they're, they're known for being loud mouth, and and I mean they took that shot at 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 uh, De La Torres when they won the when, and not they but Iguera he did that. Oh, uh, when they won the Copa MX, remember he so said that, uh, in La Torre, you know he was taking shots at Chepo and Nestor. Mm-hmm. So he he's known for this type of character. I, I, you know, I retweeted that to him. And and, and and this is the GM that you have so much faith in, Juan? Oh, you get it? Yeah. You know what? I think, for me, Almeida has a, a lot of influence in the signings. So, let me, let me, let me understand get, this opens, Yeah, okay. Let me understand this real quick. Real quick. Okay, so you're thinking that America is on the outs and, 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 and you're seeing the downfall of the America civilization. No, because of the way I, I, that that, that, that saying, Elias is acting, when when your I'm guy saying, acts like that every day of the week, and all of a sudden like, oh, this, this is fantastic. Mind, this, is, this is what we're saying is it's not out of character for him to act like that. That's what we're saying. Someone blow the rape whistle. 
<laughs> I, I don't know why you want, are you, do you feel endangered, Ronnie? What's going on? <laughs> so look, John, it's normal for Higuera to act like this. You know, we all expect it. <laughs> yes, sir. Not being honest. Look at Vergara. Look okay. at his history. So, so, his, so that's, his that's your take. Your, your takeaway is, is this is the beginning of the end for America. I'm just saying there's cracks in the foundation. Uh, if you look at Nacho, Ricardo Pelais had to go public and say that he took the Man, decision. And, and but... They were best friends, you know. They they like would like yeah go to the movies together. And well, well, you know what? I, I wouldn't say if they ate out of a tin of ice cream, they would use the same spoon. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Juan, Juan, yo, keep in mind, dude. Keep in wait, mind wait, that. Did you say John or no? I said Juan. Oh, what's up? What's up? Uh, keep in mind that technically La Volpe still hasn't lost in Liga MX with America. No, that's true. It's true. <laughs> and even also, aside from Real, aside from Real Madrid, he hasn't allowed two goals. They haven't allowed it. So, and one of the things that you know, and John, you know, was talking about that you know the Armenia needed to get you know their 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 bookings, you know their uh, red cards and yellow cards in check. La Volpe, I mean, they they were in check. I think he totally did that. Yeah, exactly. So. La Volpe do after the final when all this well, I, I think he, just, he, just he threatens to leave. <laughs> no, no, I think well, yeah, I mean, he did. He, he's like he said he was tired of the bullshit of, of the, I mean not in those exact words, but he said he was just tired of, of the bullshit of like you know these these type of calls. You know. You no, know but, uh, I think his comments uh, led <laughs> to uh, uh, some boys are being sold. I think uh, no, that was that was before he said that before the fact. He said this. He said that the night of the game. Well, yeah, yeah. No. The, the, well, what I mean is, is La Volpe's comments that because when was Swam Sambuesa uh, put on the transfer list? Uh, yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday. So La Volpe said this, and right away you have this reaction. Okay, we got to get rid of the. We got to clean house. It's, yeah, but you know, every t- just because he's on the list doesn't mean he's actually going to go. So, well, Sambuesa had a really bad year. And 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 and, and I he had more red cards than goals. Yeah, he had a really really bad year. Um. Quinteros, uh, that guy just did not live up to my expectations. Miki Arroyo, I'm I'm comfortable with him staying, although I still think that he needs to improve better. He needs to improve more. All Miki there for are free kicks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're right. I was about to say that. Um, I I'm I'm okay with. Uh, I'm not really okay with uh, what's his name with with. Uh, I understand. I understand from a business standpoint uh, regarding you know. Uh, from and granted, this hasn't been said, but from some of my peeps in, in Mexico, uh, Moy apparently wanted uh, uh, to extend a contract, uh, basically close to his retirement. You know, because he's what thirty-eight right now. Uh, Medica apparently didn't want it to uh, to give into that. Um, obviously, from last since last year, Hugo Gonzalez, he's he's been making a case, you know, to becoming the starting keeper. So he's obviously looking for an opportunity where he's going to play. Uh, so I think I think Pepe Romano and Ricardo Pelais, I think they were looking for I think they were just looking for an option. They, you know, it's like that 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 fable of uh, the, the dog with the two tortas. No se querían quedar pero de las dos tortas sin uno sin otro. I think it was one of those cases of like, oh shit, we're, we may lose Moy, we may lose uh, uh, Hugo, and I think that's why you that's why they hired um, the dude from Santos, the, the Argentine guy. Marchesin, which I, I honestly, honestly, I, I think that they screwed up. I think they should have kept Moy. Um, 
you know, Moisto has a, a bit of Moisto, Moisto has at least another good five years left. You know, he does. I mean, Beto can Beto can verify. He 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 keeps tabs on his physique. Ronnie, Ronnie, what's your what's your, what's your big takeaway, Ronnie, for from twenty sixteen? Uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Uh, twenty sixteen. Uh, the seven zero cornholing. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Um, La boda roja. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Nah, the se- obviously the seven the seven zero is pretty bad. Um, honestly, believe it or not, you know, not winning in Centenario to me is not a, is not a is not a failure. I mean, you, the, all you can ask your team is to always, you know, you know, be consistent and, and try to put yourself into the, into the fight, you know, and, and they did that. No, they didn't do that. I mean, I mean they, they have been doing it ever since Belize took over the team. Yeah, so I mean that that to me. First season he, he took over. They've 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 been in the fight. So, and for so, and for any Americanista, I'm sorry, I mean, but for any Americanista to say otherwise, they're just ridiculous expectations. And, and I say that in the highest respect for for America fans, who always have ridiculous expectations. No, no, I get. It. I'm not. I'm not. And going back to that, John, you know, when Carrillo had the team playing superb back in 2005. And they went like on a streak of like not losing like forty something games. It's still a, a MFL record to this day. But they crashed and burned in the Liguilla two games, and they and what pissed me off was that the front office decided to just scrap everything and start fresh. Ron, if America pisses you off so much, then why are you a fan, dude? Oh no, you were talking about how 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 mad how mad you you get when you watch the game. <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. I get pissed, dude. <laughs> man. <laughs> I think you know. I think I, I, I was like my my nephew. So it's like you have battered nephew. wife syndrome. Like you have battered wife syndrome. Like, yeah, I, I scared my nephew, man. <laughs> I scared my nephew. I scared him. I, I I was. You know, as far as as far as 2016 um, for me, I mean, I'm, I have to agree with you. Although the Boda Roja was rough, and 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 for me, the biggest thing from that was that you, you know this was the tournament that Mexico had de facto home tournament. Playing very friendly crowds, you know, even, even the crowd in Santa Clara, and they just they they absolutely. I mean, it was the biggest opportunity they've had, and since they hosted the World Cup in '86, and they absolutely blew it. They absolutely blew it, and they blew it, not any more spectacularly the way they did. And then that that's my big takeaway. That's why I think that you know this year overall has been at least at least on the international side just just a massive disappointment for Mexico. I know that Osorio has won a bunch of games, and I get that, but you know he's won a bunch of games, and that frankly he's uh, probably supposed to win anyway. So that's not like he did anything magical. But to lose that tournament the way they did, uh, or to not have an opportunity to win the tournament the way they did, I, it, to me is it, it, it was an unconscionable error. And that's why, at least for me, it was it was such a months after that that we you know we uh, joke on the show here talking about how. You know, there was a minimum that he had to meet, et cetera. But I mean, it was just a, to me, it was, it was, it was something that was, it was, it was too big for, for someone not to have them lose their job over. Cause, cause that's what that, that was missed. So, you know, you know, hey, John, can I add to my piece that, uh, for is me, it Chivas, is it Chivas related? <laughs> no, no, no. 
No. I mean, unless you want it to be, but no, 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 because you know, you brought up the, the Boda Roja, and I think uh, it doesn't make up for the Boda Roja, but I think it was definitely a, a good uh, change of pace uh, seeing Mexico, you know, pull out that win in Columbus uh, and basically uh, tearing uh, Jurgen a new one with his, you know, he tried to surprise Mexico going two por two, and uh, it just completely backfired on him, and he ended up losing his job over it. Because the players they they did not they did not rebound from that from that loss. The uh, second uh, U.S. coach in four years that Mexico sent to the unemployment office. Yes, and so they had to bring back uh, their old you know old and trusted uh, Bruce Arena with the uh, with the bunker ball uh, tactics. You know, be wary, Arena. Time, a, yeah, time, time will tell. He's he's a he's a He's, he's practical. He's a, a he's a la puntista. He's a lobo. No, not I wouldn't say a la puntista, but he plays percentages. He's pragmatic. Yeah, yes. So he, he's he, a, he's one of those old viejo lobos that you have to be careful with. Yeah, you he, know, he, he, he doesn't overthink things, dude. He he, you know, he's, you he's know, not. He, he doesn't overthink things. He 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 puts guys in position to win. Is what he does. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's good. He's uh, you can't take that. They'll away be just from. fine. He's, he's a good coach. He's all right. He's not gonna. The thing is, he's not gonna pull any surprises. But I think Osorio plays the percentages too, yeah, which, which is 61. why you, you you see Talavera. You know, since he's a little better at corners, a little better at set pieces. But I mean, regardless, we'll see what happens. Yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces, en mi punto de vista, es como un ajedrez. But another thing that I, that, that I do take from 2016 that I do like. I like the fact that, uh, you know, that you had coaches playing in the finals like La Volpe, Tuca, uh, Bucetich, you know, the, the, the old guard. The you Turco. Know, you know, the guys that, uh, you know, that have been around the block a couple of times. You know what those, those guys, none of those coaches are, are Mexican coaches, well, except for Vucetich. Yeah, Vucetich. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, but, but, but they're, they're, they're foreigners. I, I, I don't understand how. You, but they 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 started their coaching careers. Their no, they they started their coaching careers in Mexico. They I mean, played in Mexico, retired in Mexico, and started their coaching careers in Mexico. Played sixteen years as a player in Mexico, and the, and then he's been coaching. Every, he's been coaching for twenty seven or whatever. Yeah, he's since ninety six, twenty years. He's been coaching for twenty years. Okay, you know, and then La Volpe is the same. And La Volpe played the the vast majority of his career in Mexico, and he's been coaching ever since. I mean, they both. Yeah, Both there's. Are, I mean, they're they're emblematic of 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 the league. They play, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're yeah. Neither I mean, that that hug neither. each other, which which frankly to me was the best part of the whole final, was at the end when when La Volpe was going through and they're saying they're, and, and he stopped with Duca and they obviously had a moment. Yeah. I mean, they, you can tell. I mean, you guys that they, they have known each other a very long time, and 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 they're they're you can tell that they actually have, you know, admiration, friendship. You know, it was it was a really really cool moment. Yeah. Now I know I you guys. It would have been cooler if if if, if La Volpe just like just even even, even La Volpe Guignac. You know what? But these guys, exactly. these guys, they're not products of the Mexican league. You're still these guys came to the league because dude, they had, dude, dude. Uh, listen, 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 listen. Uh, you guys, you guys here are listen, trying to listen, trying to have it listen, both ways. Listen. You're trying to you're trying to have a listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. <laughs> You're crazy, man. See, you guys, I have my own bad cop. No le voy a discutir con usted. Look, I'm just saying, 
if you if you guys uh, constantly lament the lack of uh, opportunities that no le voy a discutir con usted <laughs> the Mexican coaches in the Mexican league look at England the same thing uh, the the English Premier League has the same situation where even their national team they have to go uh, with a foreigner coach uh, and you, then you look at the foreign coaches that come into the league they're you know they're pretty good uh, coaches like uh, this year they had a they brought in uh, Antonio Conte. <laughs> They That's great, in, but these guys aren't foreign coaches. They they so, brought in Pep Guardiola, and they brought did, in did, did uh, Bob Rally, the, the great Bob Rally. Did he play 15 years in Mexico? Pep? Right, but he he wasn't a product of the league. He came to the league as a as a foreign how, as a foreign player. He, he, was, he played in the league for 15 years. Of well, course, he's a product of the league. So now, was he born in the league? No, but he, but he, but I mean, he ended up. I mean, he spent his, the, the 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 almost the entirety of his career in the league. I mean, geez. Yeah, but. They, Wait, the they, reason, they the reason you want time in Mexico now. You, you want your Mexican coaches so that you can, when, when you look at your pool, you look at your development, you see a progression of the quality of the homegrown quality. You're not really seeing that. What you're seeing here is like a, a patch, you know, or what, no. what, whatever Ronnie called it in the past, like a facelift, you know, or a boob job or an ass job or, or a Dude, tummy tuck. How, you know? how, how, how are Tuca and La Volpe considered a facelift when? When they've they've spent the entirety of their of their hey, professional career. Juan, 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 I'm yeah, fine. But, I'm it, fine with La Volpe. I'm fine with Duca. It's it's the new guys that that haven't that that never even played in in in, in Mexico, or they're just you know the, the 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 flavor of the month in South America. Those are the ones that I have a problem with. The guys that like if Aguinaga wanted to coach, I'm sorry, the dude the dude's paid his dues. Here's, here's the thing, though, with all these coaches, like the new guard that you're talking about, the old guard. The new guard has the same thing that the old guard, like La Volpe and Duca, have. As part of their resume, and the, and the reason, and a major, not not a major, but one of the big reasons why they got their job and their position in coaching, is because they have a uh, a bullet in their resume, like Argentinian or Brazilian Fortuca. That is what gives them an advantage against like a Mexican Benjamin Galindo, or it, even a I totally disagree. No, it's the same thing with like uh, South Americans taking over the league. If you're an Argentinian or you're from Brazil, you're you're a big player, you're a big name somehow. And you're going to be given. They're still Beto, naturalized. Beto, Beto, I have to kind of, I have to agree with John here because look, for, here, here's the thing. For a while, there were more Mexican coaches than there were foreign coaches. One of the problems is that the, the Mexican players they've been going, they've been going to more administrative, more uh, press or you know press because they're making media more spots. Money. Media spots. Yeah. It's it's ah. Uh, it's the same reason why you're complaining about Osorio being the being called to being a coach. A, a Colombian guy, a Colombian, a South American. He has to, but, but he hasn't even. He, but he hasn't proven shit to me. Like, he hasn't proved. That's, that's what I'm saying, dude. He he, he was a reigning champion with Atlético Nacional, who just recently won Copa Libertadores. And he wasn't know, there though. A, wasn't a, there. Squad, a squad that he built. A and squad that he built. You want to diminish uh, these leagues, like the Chilean league, the the Colombian league, and look, so on. But I mean, look at that team. They 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 beat your America. Wait, who who won the third place? Uh, it was between Nacional and uh, and America, right? In the Club World Cup. You are seriously not going to give Osorio credit for that team, right? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm just saying the quality of the league, since they constantly disparage uh, these leagues, saying that they're not competitive. So what you're saying is, uh, America, they lost third place. John, do you really to a want team to that's not competitive? John, John, do you really want to compare the the head-to-head uh, uh, match matches? Uh, both in Copa Sudamericana and Copa Libertadores from Mexican Mexican we, teams and Colombian teams. We can. Mexican we, team. 
Look, and we Mexico, can do is, Mexico blows them out of the fucking water. You know who was actually the look, first team? We, you know who was actually the first team? Trends. We, we can you look know, at the recent trends. You know who was actually the first team to lose to a Colombian team in, in, in South American tournaments? You know who it was? In Copa Libertadores? Hang on, hang on, hang on Roddy. I might, I might yeah, know. I don't know. Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. That lost to them recently was Club America, and that's the one that's on everybody's mind. Look, the third place, come on, Jesus. That's a consolation. They shouldn't even play consolation. You know what? You wish you had a match that Raul Arias Necaxa. Okay, hey, you know what? Atletico Nacional, you know, when the one that I take, you know, you know, game seriously, like, you know, that was like, for example, in 2000, 2001, America. Played America de Cali and America beat the shit out of them. Or in, in 2005, when America beat the shit out of them. Are you saying that America them. beat America? Yeah, well, America de Cali. <laughs> that was 15 years ago, Ronnie. No, but in 2005. What, what these, guys, these guys have taken uh, youth development seriously, and their league their league has shown that they're competitive. Oh, oh, really? they, won, they won Libertadores, which is a tournament. It don't matter. It don't matter. So has Colombia won a, a FIFA World Championship? Have they won an Olympics? It don't huh? matter, man. It but don't do you th- Dude, okay. but I'm talking about the competitiveness of the league. I'm not saying that they're the best. What I'm saying is that they're competitive. And then if you look at the Copa Libertadores, they're they're showing it. You know, they I think that's Colombia's you, first uh, Libertadores win, right? You know, no, you know it what you want? It, it was in '89 with uh, with when uh, uh, Colombian drug uh, pin. Oh, was the, yeah. Pablo Escobar was in. That was in '89. Hey, yeah. Juan, the Libertadores. Uh, it's not as difficult to win. Uh, as it used to be, because why has no Mexican club have have won it when they were playing in that competition? Because the way the way our calendar and our system is set up, so we we don't send our best teams, and when the the teams that should be going, by the time they do go, it's it's usually a completely different squad. So that's the MLS. Mean, so you're using the but, MLS argument. But but that, let me that, let me that the let conditions me just of the tournament don't favor our teams. No, hey, the hey, calendar no, no, not the tournament. Our own conditions, our own conditions, not the tournament, our own. But but before we we yeah, stray out of this, Juan, don't so, hold, hold on, the bad cop man. Uh, yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's filling in for Pern. Uh, but but you know one thing that that we can't deny is that I can, I can uh, tell Joey Russell he's got no argument when he brings up. Uh, he tries to uh, no, character assassinate. You you're you, you interrupt and then you change the subject. Uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, it's it's been a few years since since a lot of the top, pretty much the majority of the top South Americans are all taken abroad, and and so. Well, that's always been the case. These, they've always no, they've not, always not, abroad. Not, not to this, not to this extent. Not not this many players. Dude, uh, you could go back, and even if, if even you go before, back. Ar- Argentinians have always been able to get that that uh, uh, no, Italian passport. Never, never played. As you can hey. see, with River Plate, it's one of the reasons why they were relegated because hey. they weren't even losing their top prospects from the youth system before they could even uh, debut, and they couldn't hold on to a lot of their their better players. So, so you know, it's uh, so who brought River Plate back to uh, to the top flight? With you're saying inferior players than their average league? I didn't say inferior. I'm saying they couldn't hold on to their better players. 
Hold on, guys. What I'm what I'm hearing is you want to have your your your, your you want to have your cake and eat it too because you're saying this competition is superior to anything Mexico participates in currently. But then at the same time, you say, you know what? It's not really competitive enough when it doesn't fit your argument. So to me, there's no, like a, not, there's not there's, a there's like that's what I said. It's not as strong as it used to be. If it's not as strong as it used to be, then what you're saying is when uh, Cruz Azul reached the final, when uh, that makes sense. No, 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 when America reached the finals, when they reached the final, hey, when Cruz Azul reached the final against Boca, dude, that Boca was one of the best teams I've ever seen, dude. But that makes that makes the Mexican league look that makes the Mexican league look even worse because America lost to a team that's not even competing in a in a in a top top league now. No, uh, no, in a no, top top competition I, I, compared I, I, to I, I, 20, 30 years ago. No, I didn't no, have no, Jolie saying. Hold on, I have I've had conversations with Holy saying that the Argentine league, and I still watch the Argentine league. In fact, I always tell you guys to go to, on YouTube. You can go to football. Uh, there's a YouTube channel where you can watch it. Just, yeah, yeah, that one. Now, the Argentine, the Argentine league back in, in in the in the early late nineties, early two thousands, it was it was stacked, dude. It was awesome. All right. Now, my my point is, you know, and the reason we're talking about South American football is because, you know, you wanted to talk about, oh, you know, Osorio and, and, and Atletico Nacional. Dude, Colombian and Chilean, the Chilean League and the, and the Colombian National League, then and even now, is still not, it's, it, it, the Mexican League is still better. It still has more resources, it still has better players and everything. That's cool and stuff, but Osorio got called to the national team because he's South American and they know football. Almeida's no, another. No, 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 no. Not he's South American. He took a place of he 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 took Chepo's place, kicked the Mexican out, and put in this mullet guy from Argentina because he knows football and the Mexican doesn't. And that's the way it is for for La Volpe or Luca for all these dudes. Man. There's, there's there's no way, the guy, no way that La Volpe and Tuca both, which is the original argument. Got their gigs because they were quote unquote Brazilian or because they were no no when they came to the league yes when they came to the league as players but but you guys the yeah. from the resume most of them had like fifteen year careers as players before they that, even considered that's a bullet too. That's so a tell bullet. me again how yeah, that product of the league ends. It, I agree with you John I agree with you. they're they're a product of Mexican release the Kraken. <laughs> I'm yeah, just saying. I, I don't consider them products of the Mexican league. They they develop. They they're, they're are you kidding? Years where were not in Mexico. You know, yeah, maybe they earned their badges here to to, to be as managers. Players, to be I agree. As players, well, you 100 agree with. They did not come to. Yeah, Dude, they they, they were somewhere else. What what you what your development as a player inf- influences big time your your. Your play as a manager. I mean, just look. Look at Let the. Let me top ask teams. you. Yeah. Do you think who do you think Bora has has or uh, Tuca has been influenced more by the, the the guy who brought him up in Botafogo or Bora? Under and played under. Fuck, dude, I don't remember. But I'm guessing his more his formative years they were they're they're more influential. Hey, hey, uh, Juan, going back to what John just said right now, and even players like you know that. You know, recently retired, like Fabiana Stai and, and guys like that. Although they were formed in, in, you know, you know, for example, in Chile, for players like that, Mesa is their coach. That's that's like their 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 coaching. You know, like when they say "mi padre futbolístico," you hear that a lot from players. Like you know, when they talk about you know the profe Mesa, you know, Chaco Jimenez calls you know profe Mesa like a, a, you know one of those guys. 
So I understand that, you know, they, they're from South America, but, you know, they learned a lot over here in Mexico. Now, notice they say father figure. They don't yeah. say they don't say uh, like a professor figure or his 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 his, uh, his teacher. You know what I'm saying? Really? To me, that's so a, now, that's now, a different, now it's, now that's it's a different type. I mean, the way the way Ronnie's presenting it, it's more of a, it's an emotional thing. You know what they're saying is, you know what this guy took me in. I was I was in a it was in a different country. I don't have any friends, but this all. guy took well, me in under his wing, made me feel you know made me feel welcome. That's, that's, that's the way it sounds. That's the way it sounds. They're not saying they, 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 he's not describing any 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 other type of relationship other than more of a personal relationship where you know what. This guy, he made, he helped me uh, adapt and adjust. And really, you could, you could, you could, you could take all that from him saying, "Es mi padre well, futbolístico," and you've you've been able to just paint this entire page. Well, what else? What else would it be? What, he what makes else it seem it like there's there are no South American communities. My mind is a raging torrent. So what you're saying is, that number of... so we shouldn't have a Mexican coaches, right? That's what we're we're in agreement. We should. No, we should. Who 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 said that? What well, you're saying the the South Americans are superior. No, that's why you have so many. Again. That, that's that's why we have so many of them. Exactly, that's the mind. I want to know why there's so many South American coaches because a lot of South Americans get into coaching. That's why there's a lot of South American coaches. Also, we can American coaches are there in the Premier League right now. How many you know South American I... coaches are there in La Liga and in and in Serie A? And sadly, Hugo Sanchez is another reason. And, and their leagues let them coach too, uh, John. Their, their leagues uh, have faith in their own coaches. Look, right. hey, when look, you know what? When America, when Mexico league, when the Mexican league starts lowering the salaries, you're going to see less foreigners. Uh, that's let's. It's just that simple, dude. That's it is what it is. I mean, you know, Mexican league pays extremely well. Obviously, it's going to attract a lot more people. Why don't you pay a Mexican more? What's that? Why can't you pay a Mexican all that money? They do. They do. Not as many. You know why? It's because they haven't proven themselves. Cheekies. There's less opportunities for them because you bring in a a foreigner that has that already has the experience and already has the. And when a Mexican Mexican does prove himself, like Google, but but, but cheekies, all of a sudden he screws up, and then they just abandon him forever. And you know that that goes back to Osorio's comment about uh, Mexican coaches not being willing to to go abroad to to develop as coaches. Because they're, hey, you know, Osorio they're, they're, doesn't have. Uh, well, well, then you know what Osorio needs important. to do. He needs to be the father <laughs> of football for a lot of these players, so they can have, they can finally get the wherewithal that once they graduate into coaching to go do that. Dude, hey, even his own countrymen like El Pibe Valderrama fucking laugh at fucking Osorio. I mean, come on. Well, come on. This is he played. He. That's one guy. Hey, I, yeah. I don't buy the whole Mexicans don't go abroad because. Because they have Hugo went Hugo went to Spain. Um, yeah, Honduras, right? El Vasco, El Vasco yeah, went. I think no, but we're, we're com- for Televisa too. We're, we're we're competing against against other coaches that just have you know. They just look. Oh, you know, oh, 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 Juan, 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 Juan. Look, Juan, the, the reality Juan. is is, is that when, when like, as as Ronnie said, when players are done, they they just don't go into coaching as much. They go into administrative roles. They go into. Want to be in front of the camera or your television or, or printer or whatever it is. And why you know, who, who are, are the young Mexican coaches that are coming up? There's the guy at uh, Pumas. What's is it? Uh, is it Beltran? 
Palencia. No, 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 Palencia. No, 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 the uh, the guy who was the the midfielder for for years. Uh, oh, I'm embarrassed that I've that I've forgotten this guy's name. Joaquin Beltran. Yeah, Beltran. Yeah, that guy. He was a defender, wasn't he? You know, he's he, he's he's you know getting into coaching, and we have uh, obviously Ramoncito, and then and then Chiquis. Yeah. Sia is 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 right now is 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 uh, La Volpe's left hand. You know, his his lieutenant. His uh, he's he's the one that he that he that, that La Volpe talks to. Oh yeah, Chiquis. I mean, I mean, what other young Mexican coaches are there right now? Tiburon. Tiburon. Whereas... He's in second generation. Ramoncito. Ramoncito Morales. He's at Horas. I think there's an issue why why more Mexicans don't go into coaching, too, because they might feel that they're not up to the task because of all these other dudes. All these other oh, they want, secu- they want security. They want security. They want security. That is so. That is so real. Uh, that's just. Uh, 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 I just. I just don't buy that at all. I don't buy it. No, I, I where, where I where I do think that, that there are some owners that do probably think that. You know, but it, but it goes the same with players too. That they'd rather take a chance on, you know, on some guy from wherever j- j- just because you know he plays south of Panama or hey, you know, south of Panama. Chickies, chickies, chickies. If you're, I'm just using a number right now. But let, let's say you're in. And Austin is a is a technology hub, but let's say, you know, you're making a a, a mill there, right? But then Silicon is that eighty k a year in municipal bonds? No, what I, <laughs> he's, he's he's making fun of you, uh, Hoyle. Eighty k oh. in, in uh, municipal bonds. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I get that reference. What? <laughs> it's, no, no, it's, no. it's when I negotiated the the price down to yes, eighty. I, I were... Wait, I never agreed to that. You <laughs> got sucked. popular belief. You got sucked. You got sucked. Hold on, hold on. It, was, it wasn't a shot at Jolie. I was just wanting you to. You guys going off subject now, off topic. Yeah, so as you were saying, he's living in Austin. He's making a million dollars. I'll do Silicon Valley is calling. I'll do this. So, Chiquis so, wouldn't so, go because so, there's more there's 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 more competition over there. Yeah, would you go for less over there to Silicon Valley? Or no. would you still demand your your fucking salary? You know, my price is my price, bitch. Cost of li- cost of living. That's that's a variable. Cost of living comes into effect. But take this for example, like women in IT. Yeah. Why aren't there women uh, geeks like all these guy nerds in IT? Because maybe they're not comfortable. Because maybe they do get into it, and then all of a sudden, all these nerds are like staring at them and. And then they feel uncomfortable and they leave. That's so their it's sort of like a similar thing where you have all these Mexican dudes in a in a RG and and a Brazilian dominated field with all these coaches coming in and people kicking out De La Torres because of Almeida. You know, you know what, Chiki? I'm, I'm gonna help you out. Do you want to show me your cucumber? You were like in the same boat. It's guys- almost like like in the U.S. where if you have an English accent, exactly. it's merely assume it's merely assume that you have more knowledge of football and, and it's the same with like in Mexico for a lot of the club owners. Uh, if, if you have that South American, Argentine, Brazilian accent, they're more likely to trust you or, or to take a risk because even with Valencia, it took him a long time to get a shot. He was at Chivas and, and every interview he kept saying, I want to coach. <laughs> and, and, and Vergara, you know, he, he made him the general manager, which, which I, I never understood. 
Yeah. His, his tie <laughs> said, I want to coach. He held up a sign that says, Quiero ser entrenador. You know, that was his Twitter handle. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Did, did, he, did he do that? What? No. What? Dan? What? Yeah, see, that, that's, that was good. That's a good explanation. No, yeah, and they did. They did. They made him, they made him into like, like a, you know, they gave him a management position, but, but you know, he eventually left because his heart was set on, on coaching. Well, you know, but it's funny. He, he's, he's, the, he's the one that negotiated the the deal for uh, what's his name, uh, Gudino, right? Raul Gudino. Uh, yes, the, between the, him the and the other guy. It, uh, Puente, Rafa Puente Jr. Rafa Puente yeah. Jr. Yeah, you had those. those two. They put two guys with the same job. Uh, you know, I don't. It might be even the. Uh... Uh, an inferiority complex where they're like, I would try to be a coach, but you know, I want to learn from the Brazilians and the Argentinians first. And hey, look, look at look at the dude that's with Necaxa, Bueno. He got relegated with. Uh, no, it's, huh? um, no, his name's not Bueno, but yeah, you know, I know who you're talking about. What's his name then? Wait. Uh, uh, He's a coach for Necaxa, right? Sosa, Alfonso oh, Sosa. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the my, one that promoted uh, Leones Negros, yeah, Alfonso Sosa. Yeah. And he got relegated with them, and he got a shot right away with uh, with Necaxa. And and you you really aren't gonna see that with even Mexican coaches that do good. It, it becomes difficult because like uh, you have a uh, Carrillo, and he was studying in Europe to coach, and he can't find a club. And and like Ronnie was saying, he had one of the best seasons ever. Uh, Hugo can't find a, you know. He, he can't find any coaching gigs. First coach in short season to win back-to-back campeonatos, and, and he's having a difficult time. Galindo had to come and coach in NASL or, or A-League, one, one of those. Yeah, and he's in and his assistant. And now, he's, and now he's an assistant. And, uh, so so oh. that's part of what happens in Mexico where they, they, don't, they don't give a lot of our – or the Mexicans, they don't get as much chances – when you have like a Romano who who's failed multiple times, and, and it's, it's, it's not just the coaches, uh, Fernando. It's also the players too. Yeah, yeah. and and it, also you have it with La Volpe. I mean, he went many years without winning anything, and he he kept getting hired. He's, he's still going because years. The system is probably one of the best out there. You know, that's yeah, but if you want to lose, you know, to hey, defeat a team. John asked you something. I, I want to see if you can answer it. About La Volpe losing three cups in two months. Hey. That's right. Well, well, that's what happened with the system. Three cups in two months. Uh, how, how many girls? <laughs> two girls hey, per no, cup? <laughs> he came in, you know, in the middle of the season. It's just a process, you know. He needs to have a whole season for you to be able to. Sidan came in. Sidan came in. He won the Champions League. Why is he wanting to quit, though? He said he's going to quit. No, he's not. Yeah, he already said he was going to quit. Well, he's not, but he's he's threatening. He's saying he's whining about it. Yeah, yeah. He said compare Zidane to to La Volpe, dude. Come on, just look at the squad, the the players that they sign over there. You know that that makes a big difference too. Why? Well, well, but that's more pressure though. The, the pressure right, he handles no. and, and his lack of coaching. Zidane, dude. I mean, he headbutted a player in, in a World Cup final, and that was the second World Cup final in like what eight years. Eight years. He won. He's won the World Cup. I think that guy can handle pressure. He's proving it. <laughs> Just don't talk also, about it. You know, La Volpe that, is a World Cup winner, man. Of course he's going to get the most chances out there. 
You know, he's a, a well-decorated, you know. And, and exactly, he, John, I, I think you said it there. I, I think that the Pern mentality right there, he's a World Cup winner, even if he was the third goalkeeper. He was holding the, the, and, the, and he, the backup goalkeeper's and, clipboard. And he set up the, the – he said – he set up the trunk. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You know what? Lavorpe did in the World Cup. He warmed up the second goalkeeper so that the second goalkeeper could warm up the first goalkeeper. He's the fluffer. I mean, that's what Lavorpe did in the World Cup. Did he win a World Cup? Yes or no? There's something to be said for for a team that maintains a consistent quality throughout. Right? Like you look at uh, Club America, for example, under Pelaez, they've won what uh, two, three uh, Mexican finals. How many is it exactly? He won with uh, Piojo. They've won two finals and they've won two Concacaf, and I think they've won it with a different coach each time. Okay, yeah. everything with and a different coach. They've got, they've been Belize. They have they have reached a total of six finals. So they've reached six finals. They've won four four out of those six total. And then, uh, but they the last one they won was was what in the in the in the spring 2016, right? But and the Mexican League, I think what they won it. Uh, uh, under Turco, right? Be- right? Uh, what was it? Uh, he beat what uh, year was it? Tuca, as a matter of fact. Uh, okay, so, so 2014. 2014. So it's you know he's it's been two two years, gonna be three years that he hasn't won uh, a, a trophy. And then if you you have that short term mentality, he just won a trophy. He just won a trophy. No, I, I mean the the, the Liga MX trophy, the one that puts star the stars. You know, yeah, but he's been. Yeah, right. But hold on, let me let me finish. So. So what I'm saying is if you have a short-minded point of view and you're like, hey, this guy hasn't won the Liga, the Liga tournament trophy, you know, it, that's why some, some group pools of fans will start calling for his head. But really, realistically, does it make sense? I mean, you know, they they have very short memories. They don't remember what it was like under Michael Bauer or what, what the hell, how do you say his name? Michel, Michel Bauer? Michel, Michel Bauer. So if yes. you look at a guy like, at a guy like La Volpe where he, he's not winning trophies. On his bio, Michel Bauer bio, it said that he had gotten his certificate from the Cruyff, the Cruyff Institute. Hey, now that's a legit, uh, uh, I mean, DJ Churches did it there, you know? Uh, but now we're going off on a tangent. But what I'm so, saying so, yeah, is so, that, so what, what is your point? What is your point? Please tell us what your point is. <laughs> so my point is, if you, if your team is, is playing well, they're, they're reaching the Liguillas, they're, they're in the top, uh, how do you say, the top three, four positions in the table. In the general table, they're not they're they're no they're not in relegation danger. You're producing players and you're you're competing. You're you're a contender, you know. Then I I don't think it's so bad. I mean, La Volpe like he had that great final. Was it with Atlas and Toluca? Yeah, what uh, was that? And when was it? that? Was that's, uh, that's back that's in nineteen one? No, like two thousand two. Now that you're there, what what are your expectations <laughs> for twenty seventeen? For me, uh, you know, I think I, I'm. Well, not you personally. Oh, well, well, for the teams, uh, yeah. Well, I think like, I think Club America is going to be right back at it. Uh, they're, they, if they're if they're able to clean house, gets you know, or at least uh, how do you say, straighten out like uh, the crooked trees, like uh, Sambuesa, either transferring him or, or you know, just put him on the on the final notice that he he's got to clean up his act. Uh, so if they get the discipline down and they 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 stick with Belize, they the you know the. The owners. Uh, Does uh, Chivas win a title? Yes or no? You know what? I don't know if they win a title. Uh, obviously, they're building a very com- competitive s- squad. There's going to be a lot of pressure. Uh, Do on they the win manager. a title? Yes. Or no? Yes or no? 
There's going to be a lot of pressure. There's going to be a lot of... Hold on. There's going to be a lot of pressure. Obviously, obviously that's a no. Okay. Hold on. But now, (laughs) if they don't win a title, that doesn't mean they're not successful. That wasn't the question. question. No, no, but... I I think they could win a couple of things. Oh, oh man! <laughs> That's like the, the power twins of Camarayas. I I think I think they they could probably reach the final. You know they 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 work on their finishing a little more. Uh, obviously, the style of play that they're that they're taking uh, on the field. It's you know it's, it's so 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 you think you, it's final or bust? This they have to make the final. Well, I don't I don't want to put it in terms of a bust because I don't see the game that way. You know, the, it, it, I mean, for me, it's a process. If they're like I mentioned to you, okay. So, so, so what, what, what is what is your realistic expert? Like, what is your realistic expert? What is like? You know what? It would be a really good season if they did. I think if they can finish first or second in the general table for Clausura 2017, it's a good result, and that pretty much assures continuity. It should assure continuity to the manager. You know, the thing about Liguilla is is a crapshoot because you could you could pretty much coast. Uh, throughout the season, and then you know, claw your way to the eighth, seventh, eighth position, and then in the, in, end up winning the the tournament. That hasn't been the case, uh, I think, the last two tournaments. But you know, it's been the case in the past. So you know, it's very easy to get to get a little streak at the end, and 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 finally find form, and then go into the liguilla with a with momentum. You know, but it's All a right. lot harder. It's a lot harder to play well the, from the beginning of the season to the end, and finish in one of those two top positions. And who uh, who gets who gets the uh, who gets the kiss of death? Who goes down to the ascenso? Oh, Ooh. Santos. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for Dan and for Chepo. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want that to happen. You know, it's not going to happen there. It's going to be Chapas. Wait a minute, that's just me. But... Oof, I, I don't want that to happen either. Yeah, I think Chepo is going to. To finish finish the job and getting the, the team back to back to the, the Liga de Ascenso. Eh, Santos is a little far though. Mm-hmm. It, it could be Veracruz. You know, I don't mind if Veracruz goes down. Hey, Veracruz just got back. Yeah, but, but, um, Reynoso and yeah, Reynoso's no. putting together a, a pretty decent squad there. Uh-huh. You remember when, when uh, Reynoso said something bad about Televisa and they played America like the next week or the next two weeks? They lost six zero. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's always uh, been interesting. <laughs> you know, Club America can actually has a big chance at winning the championship next year if they if Pelaez uh, goes full Iguera and starts buying players, making great deals, and if he makes some really good purchases, I think that uh, he will have a. Wait, you're saying they haven't made never... good purchases? If you were to look at the players they've been bringing in, and if you add up all the championships they have won. Uh, not only Who? at America, but at other clubs. Who? You're saying. Huh? Who's Santos? Oh, Santos? No, no, America. Oh, you have, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty high number it, it, of campeonatos or players have won at the club and outside of the club. Well, yeah, but, you know, like, they need to bring players that, are, that suit uh, La Volpe style. And so far, they, I think that, um, you know, I don't know if, I, I don't know if Marquesin will be one of those that va a poder jugar del, the, He's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's not going to play. Hey, um, so Monarcas is last. Monarcas right now is last in the relegation zone. Yeah, but Azteca won't let that happen. So it's going it's to be it's gonna be either with Chiapas or uh, Veracruz, like you guys said. And uh, then it's Veracruz, followed by Chiapas and Puebla. 
And and right above Puebla is Cruz Azul. And at number 13 is Santos, uh, who Pern is predicting. Yeah, Santos is a long way away from the Descenso. Yeah, they'll have to have a monumental meltdown. Who did Moises Munoz upset so much that they sent him to Chiapas? (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) I mean, seriously. That's the question for Ron to answer. Hey, Chapas wasn't even paying their players' wages, right? They're, they're, they were thinking of. No, they haven't. <laughs> so you know that that really sucks for Moy because he might not even get his his wages. So who, so who did Moy sleep with? Oh, I think is the question. Or didn't? Or didn't? <laughs> oh. Isn't Pelais doing all this uh, moving around? Nah, man, I don't, I don't think he has a hundred. I don't think he has full control. I, I do think they. They listen to him a lot. I think and he has about eighty percent control, but I think that there's decisions that are that are made for him. There's like maybe like, like two Nacho. That's yes, sort of, yes, that's sort of that was up. one of them. And, and that's sort of messed up because Moy's been out on Twitter, you know, sort of saying, expressing his feelings about his love for America and for for that club and that team. Oh, that to this that's, so that's that's pretty sad, and that's messed up. And if it's Belize, then that's sort of, I sort of agree with Johnny Rico and what he's saying with, you know, with his hate towards Belize because he's, you know, treating him like that. Treating who like what? John, Johnny needs I mean, I'm sorry, but Moy is just, he's just I, I not like, good enough I, to be considered like a legend. I like just Johnny, but Johnny needs to. Let him, let him fight it out. Let no, him. Johnny needs to realize that it's a business still. That is true. You know, he needs to realize it's a business. I mean, if, if Moy said he wanted more money and they said, well, we're not going to pay more money. Why, why can't Ugo, Ugo uh, oh. Alice, and Moy fight out for the starting spot? What's wrong with that? Why can't who, who, who? I, I don't know. Ugo Gonzalez and Moises fight it out. Why do they have to bring in Marchesin? He's six foot two. Because because there was there was <laughs> and he's Argentinian. They don't want to, they don't want to pay him more. That's what it boils down to. They just you know it's 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 a as Ronnie says it's a business decision. And again, you know. And he got but I, I, I mean, to me, Moyes, he's just—I mean, he's okay, you know. He's—he's he's a Marchesine isn't going to win you more average than Moyes has. I mean, he's he's not gonna, he made some nice saves, but I mean, he's not like you know. I mean, he's not—you know—I know that he quote unquote scored against Cruz Azul in the final, but you know that ball went ninety degrees. The official scorekeeper was you know just made it look good in the books that the goalie scored. I mean, that was a straight up out the wall. I mean, if anybody says any different. Yeah, but the the goalkeeper isn't a, an investment or isn't a business decision to make. It's going to make any real difference in winning a championship or not. If you're going to go for, for winning, Marchesin isn't going to score any goals. Dude, Marchesin, a goalkeeper that's going to like fit in the system that your team. What system? All he's going to do is be, be kicking out and or starting no. from the back. There's no exactly. system. Midfielders exactly. are the exactly. people that run the system. The forwards, the defenders. The goalie had nothing to do with La Volpe. Cheekies, it all starts in the caboose. They had been talking Cheeky. about sending them out since like last season. Any, anyone can follow, follow La Volpe's guidelines and say, okay, bring it off from the back or kick it to the right, to the left. To... It, it all starts with the caboose. No, yeah, the defenders. <laughs> hey, but well, you know, the reality is, is, is hey, so, you know what? The, but, the goalkeeper uh, uh, in the is pretty good, but I mean, there are just there's. Hey, you know, I'm not going to hold Moises over over any over, over any goalkeeper because they're all to me they're all extremely interchangeable. There's there's nothing special about Moy. 
at all. There's nothing special about Matic's scene at all. If, if if they can get you know one goalie for one price, then then, then... I think I think America bring in a huge, a big signing, like quote unquote Chivas has been doing. They need to bring in a big really. And a and big... How's that working out for Chivas? <laughs> that, well, that's what I say quote unquote. That's what I say quote unquote. And, and, and I wouldn't have said that if I were Pern, but. All right, well, let me say air quoting, air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> just doesn't. Air quotes. You just wrestled Ronnie, man. I mean, you guys have just um, talked about the, the success that La Volpe has had over the past, uh, was it four or five years that he's been there? And, and his blueprint for success has not been bringing, he's bringing in big name guys, but he's bringing in big name Liga Mekis guys. He's not, he, is, he doesn't want to have to. Spend six months letting you know, you know, you know, you know, Juanito Fulano from or wherever it is, you know, get acclimated in the league, and then you know maybe in the in the in, in the next in the next tournament he might start showing stuff. Hey, one thing on La Volpe though that have that have proven that they've that they've played well in the league. One thing on La Volpe, if and I don't know, you guys might know the answer. If he didn't play at all during that World Cup where they won, then that. That 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 World Cup trophy or whatever he got, I hope it's in a box like hiding somewhere. I'd be embarrassed to show that thing up. It's like Dude, that, I'm I, telling you, he he warmed up the second goalkeeper. That, 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 that's what he did. Chiggies, chiggies, I'd, I'd be embarrassed. Chiggies, right? chiggies, Wait, chiggies. Hey, they don't get trophies though; they get medals, right? The yeah, they medals. Chig, chiggies, you know what he did with that medal, Ch- Chiggies? What? And this is a true story. <laughs> this is a true story. He actually he uh he got he got the from the gold. He got it uh, melted down, and he bought, had to buy more, more, uh, more gold and more uh, and stuff like that. And he made pulseras for for the for the 2006 uh, Mexico team. That's right. Oh, I did do that. Oh snap! Damn, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. You see that? I'm telling you, dude. I've... Why'd you make that pose then, uh, Ronnie? You should have been. You should have been posing. Hey, you know what? Uh, I, I didn't know that, but, but, but I had a change of heart. <laughs> I told you guys, I've changed, I'll take, I'll take a lot of over a lot of these New York coaches. So you had, you had some tequila with him, didn't you, no, you I don't even to... visit Whataburger anymore at midnight, right, Ronnie? <laughs> Ronnie, 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 be honest. When, when, you, when you left, when you left, uh, did you leave your room key there for La Volpe? No, no. Look, okay, I, I arrived, as soon as I, I, I arrived at Leipzig, like uh, like around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, right? And I was just walking, following the crowds because I didn't have a hotel to stay. And Hoyle, Hoyle knows this, dude. Getting hotels or even hostels in Germany was was pretty tough. You guys hung hung out together? No, we were different paths. We we had we chose different. Well, he didn't, he wasn't even there for the for the. Uh, you you were Hoeli was in Rome at by, at that time. He left. Dude, for all we know, Ronnie is a creation by some computer nerd in Dallas. He's just <laughs> doing a voice right now. No, anyhow. So so anyhow, I was in Leipzig. Okay, I was in Leipzig. It was two two three o'clock in the morning. And I'm just following the crowd, and next thing you know, I see a barricade, and and then it, it dawned on me to realize that that was that's where the Mexican team was was staying at. So I waved I waved my uh my my press badge, and they let me in. And so when I went in, uh, it's it's I go into the into the reception, and I see all the FMF fat cats 
like around this round, you know, table. And it's like, you know, Alberto de la Torre, you had Desio de Maria, you had uh, Salbro de Campos. They're all just, you know, you know, eating and, and dining, enjoying themselves. But right at the, at the bar, and, and, and I say the bar, it was closed, you know. Um, but he was just there by, he was just there by himself, just drinking coffee. So, you know, I, I go up to him and, and I go, you know, Ricardo, um, you know, best of luck to you, you know, obviously in Spanish, but I said, best of luck to you tomorrow. And he says, thank you. Uh, he said, uh, thank you. And, and I, and I let him be. He kissed, and I left. Kiss his hand. No, <laughs> I kissed his ring. I kissed his ring. Did you, did you twirl his? Did you did you twirl the ends of his mustache? <laughs> no, but I said I said best of luck. But I will say this in retrospect. In retrospect, you know, and then obviously learning what he did, you know, of of of, of uh, you know giving you know melting the uh, the gold you know medal from from the World Cup and giving it to the Mexican players. You know, like I said, I've changed I've changed you know my opinion of him. Uh, and obviously because yeah, and not just because of that, but other things like you know, I'm not really liking the new crop of coaches. How they, you know, that they, they think that they're that that they're more than the team. You know what I mean? Uh, like you know, I, I've always liked you know, like what Duca always says that it's like, hey, I'm not a I'm not a manager. I'm a, I'm a I'm a coach. I, I teach players how to play the game. You know. Now, did you feel that with the with the gray suit and the black shirt and the yellow tie he was wearing? I mean, did he not look like? Like he was hanging out, it's across the street from, from uh, Roy. What was his name? Good fellows at Roy Hill. I mean, he looked like 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 he was gonna you know be in West Side Story. I mean, it was just it was just it was just a hilarious outfit he wore it for every game. Yeah, Henry Hill. Yeah, Henry Hill. Henry Hill. Thank you, good Lord, Roy Hill. Henry Hill. That that ties was, uh, annoying how he wears that tie, like where you can see the sides of it and everything. You need to tuck that stuff in. It's like it's like a right. it's like that quote from uh what was it? Ah uh, shit. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Nice uh nice jacket, uh who shot the couch? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here, man. Uh, La Volpe is probably one of the greatest coaches that the Mexican league has and it, it one of the reasons why it's not only the temperament and you know the philosophy of style, but he—it's the only reason. Set a school. He's still in Victor, right? He's still in Victor. He, he set a school of, <laughs> of, of school uh, soccer thought, you know, like where you know that he has his own disciples that follow and have success. It's okay not to win in twenty years. I don't like that thought. <laughs> okay, you know. I don't like that time. You know, you know, that's the same thing with uh, uh, Barcelona. He hasn't won anything in like years. The last notable he still, was like. He still has more trophies. And, 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 and he reaches more actually. finals. What do you mean he does it? Who cares There's about the finals if you don't win anything? Yeah, Dude, I'm not anybody that has more than one trophy has more trophies than La Volpe. La Volpe has more than one. Uh, than one. So my point is like, you know. <laughs> he does? <laughs> I mean, this is news you know, to me and everybody else. You know, Marcelo Bielsa, you know, you know, oh, man. a school of, of, you know, thought too, you know, like of, of football theory. And the same thing with La Volpe. They have their own opposing theories. We all know which one's the best one, La Volpe, since he, every time they met, you know. Do, you do realize coaches like Pep have attributed stuff to to Bielsa, even uh, Felipe when he won, when he won the he, World Cup, he said he, 
he copied, he used some of Bielsa's to you switch his tactics. You do realize that. Pursue a win. Yeah. La, La Pep also used some of La Volpe's. Uh, <laughs> ah, you know, oh. He said it himself. That's how this he, is a comedy hour. That's how he actually has said that he. Yeah, he no. did. He, he, he wrote when uh, yeah. there was two articles he wrote admiring the the Mexican team. Uh, I think yeah. one of the one of one of the titles was uh, Salir de Novios, and it was he focused on on, on Ricardo Osorio, the way he brought out the ball, uh, brought out the ball from the back and. Just uh, La Volpe's approach, and there was another article. Uh, shit, I can't remember the name. You make it seem like Mexico was the only team doing that, or is the only team that's ever done that? No, no, no. Wait, it's no. La Volpe to beat it. So look, but, but hey, hey, but there's no question. There's no question. There's no question that La Volpe has had a has had an undue amount of influence on the league. You know, in, in playing style and in you know the, the, the as you put it, the disciples that have. That have, that have, that have used his method. I mean, you know, you know, Piojo's used it, uh, Travieso uses it. Uh, Romano. I mean, I, I said people that had success. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, he, he successfully gets rehired, uh, like every, every, he does. You know. his, I bet you of, of all the coaches with the punch cards, you know, when they get their free Sunday, when they get all 18 teams, I bet you he's like at 13. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, but anyway, no, there's no. But, but again, Fernando, you, I mean, th- yes, he 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 has been in a bit. But as far as the result, the, the results just haven't been there. And then that's and that's if you want to judge, you know, it, it's it's like you know, I look at uh, Ed Gilman, who was a coach of the chart. Yeah, he won title as, but but no one is no one is going to remember. Sid Gilman for the fact that he won one title. They're going to remember for the fact that he was he was the father of the modern passing game. So yeah, La Volpe may have only won one title, but he but he has your impact on 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 the league. And frankly, I I, I honestly believe that Mexico, at least the national team, plays best when they have uh, when they when they're in the five three. I think that the five three two fits their game better than any formation or or, or any other method of playing. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, that's my opinion also. That you know, Mexico <laughs> plays much better like that. No, is that they, they have excellent passing and you know, excellent touch and technique, and you need to have that to be able to play that type of formation and that type of style. Which that's no, why I'm saying that La Volpe has had the greatest impact because it exploits the Mexican talent. Is, is, that, that, is that because they're familiar with the three-five-two? Since it's pretty common. I think that uh, that's, that's probably that's probably the, the biggest reason is because it, it, there is a familiarity there. Now, don't you think there's some shortcuts? Because of the fact that Mexico just doesn't produce that many defenders, so it's nice to have the three central defenders. You know, they've always produced a, just a pile of wingers, so there's you know they've got guys running up and down and the carrileros. Yeah, it just it, it just fits it just fits the team. In my again, in my in my opinion. Now they they've never really produced uh, outside forwards uh, for a four three three right until very recently. There's been uh, you know a few guys. I mean. Here and there, I mean, Cabri, the Cabri, guy that Cabri. I really, really loved was uh, uh, David Patino back in the mid '90s. Man, he was just when they were just, you know, which is how unfortunately they set the standard for how every Mexico World Cup qualifying game should go. Was that team in '93 when they just were just obliterated everybody? You know, when they played at the Azteca, and the place was just they played at noon, and the place was just buzzing, and it was just you know the Flags everywhere, and 
you know, they would just 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 crush teams, you know, four zero, whatever it was, four zero, five zero. David Patino back then, man, he was he was away and he was just, he was sensation. He was so good, and then he got, you know, <laughs> it seems to happen. Unfortunately, for a lot of those players, he got hurt and he was never seen or heard from again. Now, is this because he was uh, Universitario? You know, I didn't know that he was an Universitario, but it just so happened that he was. But I mean, that that had nothing to do with it. I just because I because mean, you know that was I was in college, so I didn't really get to watch that much of the. Uh, Liga Mekis because it just wasn't you know it wasn't on in Sherman, the uh, but the national team games were and uh, and I go man who the hell is that and he just it was just he was just really 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 impressive. That was the first time I saw uh, Piojo too. Well, his, I guess he hasn't, hasn't changed his really his haircut that much, but it was uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty impressive. So, uh, Joel, what are you what are your what are your uh, what do you expect in twenty seventeen? Oh man, more of the same, Jon. Pain, yeah. <laughs> pain. <laughs> pain, pain, and suffering. Hoyle. No, that's that's from Rocky Three when uh, they ask Clover Lang, which is prediction for for his said, match against Rocky, and he says pain. I said that. <laughs> I said that uh, in the Super Classico. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I did. In the, during the league, and then America got their ass whipped to three nothing. <laughs> So well, there was pain. Point. There was pain. The, but, are you are you going to uh, agree to terms to if uh, if 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 Guadalajara wins the uh, Liga MX title, you'll uh, Guadalajara. for us, or 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 was it, uh, or were you the one that was going to do the Elvis? Oh no, I, I didn't agree to neither of that. You no, no, you what? did. You did. You agreed. At this point, I'm, I'm like. So you had to because you guys. Chivas rabbit hole. Where it says some men just want to watch the world burn. That's I'm just enjoying watching, uh, what, whatever happens, you know, in in the league, be it descenso, be it, you know, be a national team, because it's going to be interesting year. Um. You're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the Confederations Cup. Somebody and check it the out. The teams, the teams will be qualified to the World Cup. So we, you <laughs> what know. The hell? I just heard a boom, 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 boom. So uh, there's the Confed Cup, the league. So you don't really want to make it necessarily make predictions, but just well, I will ask you this, Juan: uh, Is will uh, Ricardo Osorio still be the coach? World Cup draw in December. Juan Carlos Osorio. Juan Carlos Osorio. You know what? I jinxed it last time by saying he wasn't. He wasn't by saying that um, Columbus was going to be his burial ground. I don't want to jinx anything. Disappointed you didn't. Excuse me. (laughs) Disappointed you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I got it wrong. you're like a cangrejo, man. You just want people to fail just because they don't meet your agenda. Damn. No, that's that's not it. Uh, I don't. I don't want him to fail. I just. I never felt he was the right coach. I still don't think he is, but that's that's a subject for another podcast. I, I'm just. You know what? I, I'm just enjoying the view right now. I'm gonna see what's gonna happen with Chivas. Uh, we're already beginning to see a lot of conflicting. Uh, you know, takes on the club. But God already said, 
no nos queda de otra más que ser campeones. You know, he's, he's not too happy with how much has been invested, but he wants results now. Uh, Almeida said, it doesn't matter how much, you know, how much money you invest, that doesn't guarantee results. So you, you see a bit of, you see, but yeah, but it's conflicting there. You're conflicting your boss. Uh, they asked Vergara they're, about they're feuding. Yeah, they're feuding. not not feuding. I'm just saying they're saying different things. So you have to be in the they're same on. page, right? Uh, and, and then you have uh, you know uh, we didn't mention it, but Chivas is getting sued by Bimbo for 20 million. Uh, they're getting sued because uh, they had one year left in contract. They needed to be on the jersey, so that explains why Chivas hasn't had a main sponsor. And part of part of the deal was. They have to be on open TV and Chivas switched to Chivas TV. So they're saying it was a breach of contract. So they're suing them. Uh, and this is, this is all has been, uh, you know, interviews. So they interviewed Vergara. He said, I have no idea about that. They interviewed Higuera later on. He said, yeah, we knew about that. <laughs> We're already working on it. So I don't know what's going on there. It's just. Hey, it sounds like oh, well, you're going to be eating a lot of popcorn. You're going to be eating a lot of popcorn. And... That's, that's hey, what Jolie. I settled and into, man. I... Hey, Jolie, does, yes, that sir? Give, does, does, does that make you think that Vergara is no longer uh, part of the day-to-day -day and maybe he doesn't have a controlling interest in the team? Maybe there's a... You know, there's some kind of deal where Slim already, he's calling the shots and he get us his right-hand man or, or something something weird there, some kind of weird, uh, uh, you know, interaction. Well, it could be because he did he did leave the team. He went through a really rough patch, uh, you know, what his wife did, stealing money. And, and, then, and uh, uh, giving massages to Pato Araujo and, and Luis Michel. That was... That was her, right? Yeah, yes. And then he, and then he got divorced. And then he was like in a motorcycle accident. Uh, so he did withdraw for a while and then he, he seemed to come back into the team. But yeah, judging for like last year, Higuera has been at the forefront. And we've never really seen that uh, at Chivas. Where, where under Regatta, huh? Yeah, under Regatta where someone else, you know, is, is, is uh, just at the forefront. Now, Jolie. Now, to you, it's conflicting information. But if they ask Vergara a question and he and then he kind of waffles and and just changes the subject or maybe redirects it, where oh well, we need to study the situation. I wasn't even aware. Isn't that uh, like kind of he's learned his lesson to where in the past he would shoot off off of the mouth right away off almost anything. So I would I would have think so, but, but doesn't that kind of show growth that he's that he's able to manage these questions a little better now? In a bit, but I mean, he's still, he's, you know, well, he's Vergara, still Vergara. Vergara. He's still Vergara, right. Yeah, so we're in that part. But I think, I mean, based on what you're saying, on what you've read, it kind of makes it seem like he's, you know, he's growing a little, he's he's maturing, but probably not, you know. No, but I, I feel like at this point, he's going he's gonna to become more, you know, he's going to want more better results. The team has invested about 60 million in players, and in, oh. a, in a very short time. So he's he is gonna expect something better, and and it might what cost. What the hell is that? 
What the are we? Uh, so hold on, I want to ask. You are, we done, are we done? Are we done with the Chivas talk now? Can we? Can we, no, can we move I, on? I power hour. Oh, uh, yeah, I just want to ask Jolie. Jolie, do you agree with Vergara? No, no, Vergara's no. Don't ask Jolie. You no, no, Jolie. no. I just want his point of view. What the hell, John? No me interrumpas, we. Hey, play, play bad cop, please, somebody. <laughs> 